on the mic yeah sushi game oh oh k-sig on the beat yeah sushi gang 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 so if you haven't figured it out yet we're doing um something about sushi um i believe that was a movie um there's something about sushi there's something about sushi. i believe that was a movie um so I, I enjoyed it. Um, there was how a point, sushi got his groove back. Yeah, how sushi got his groove oh, back. Shit. Like uh, I believe that there was at one point the girl got the um, salmon row in her hair and it was sticking up. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like oh, there's something wasabi. about sushi. Yes. So <laughs> that was wasabi. No, that was the <laughs> that was a, another uh, sushi summer. Um, <laughs> so if you didn't figure it out, we're interviewing someone today. Um, maybe yep. by the name of Sushi. So. Let's talk about it. Mm -hmm. Welcome to Every Man's Guide to Nerddom, where we are two 30 to 40 something year olds who talk about pretty much whatever we want. I'm Chris. And I'm Kyle. And you guys uh, can catch us also, or might know us also, from online on the Twitches as uh, GyverUnit01. It's G Y B E R U N T 01. The guy over here to this next of me. And uh, I stream under KSIG. That's K underscore S I G. We. Typically hit uh, Saturday nights. We play a lot of indie horror games. Um, that are five dollars or less. Five dollars or less. That's the limit. We don't go over that shit unless we do go over it. Then it happens. And, and then I'll buy uh, it for him. <laughs> sugar daddy. And then uh, <laughs> boy. But we do that, and then off and on throughout the week as schedules allow, because we're both fucking old and we have kids. So um, and I'm in my busy our, season. And he is in his busy season. And so, uh, yeah, we, we've, and we also have a special guest today that also streams. Who, and who's, who's our special guest? We have a real so, hot mic tonight. Real, real hot mic. It's got a hot mic. We got a hot, hot mic. mic, real hot mic. So uh, we have with us uh, tonight down below me here on the video, if you guys are watching on the YouTube, Mr. Sushi Fish Ninja. Woo! Welcome howdy. to the show. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thanks for having me, boys. Voice Excited of God there. <laughs> that's fucking sultry just morning smooth jazz that's voice sex on twitch just, is what it is yeah. i know i'm like i may have to change my seat out <laughs> I'm, I'm not we, gonna be uh, able to stand here for about 20 minutes i'll be good after a, that we have like an interesting little thing we're looking at here and and we'll uh kind of we'll get into the meat of it during the show but um mr sushi down here is uh a former musician who has transitioned over to twitch and it seems like that's kind of a trend right now. So we're, we're uh, going to dive into that a little bit. And uh, he graciously uh, decided to, I think we tricked him, actually. Like, <laughs> we're <I> good trickers. <laughs> that's yeah. how I got married, is I tricked people. Isn't mm -hmm. that how most people get married? You just trick them. Oh, I mm -hmm. had to do way more tricking than a normal person. Yeah, you had to do so a lot of extra stuff. Just yeah, to... it, 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 we don't talk about that. It, it was long. <laughs> the list is long and dirty. And... Um, not buried, but yeah. you do what you can. You do what you can. Yeah, so. we thought we we thought this episode would be cool. There there is a lot of musicians on Twitch now. There's musicians that have transitioned over to Twitch, 
and like sushi here and a couple of other couple more of our friends that uh we'll maybe talk about having on at some point in the future there's also a lot of musicians that are still touring still playing as they can and i guess more often as covid's letting up that are also streamed quite often like and what i'm thinking of is like you know matt heafy of trivium jared dines who is just a phenomenal youtuber uh you have johnny from highly suspect herman lee from dragon force all these guys are out on twitch like on the regular right now and um and so it's it's it'll be interesting i was wanting to kind of get sushi's take on it how his background and then transitioning over to twitch and then and just probably a lot of bullshittery is going to come out of this so i hope you guys enjoy because i think it'll be fun so as kyle said this is mr sushi mr sush um not harry fucking diggler (laughs) (laughs) fucking and i can say that because harry hasn't fucking listened to us in a while so he hasn't caught up with well well, little known fact uh horny harry was one of our um sponsors for a while he has all sorts of different products like he had a car wash uh what was it what was the first one horny harry's buckshot uh we had some uh antler mounting services sponsored by horny harry and (laughs) back when we were doing a lot of those antlers uh, hunter called the wild does so so uh we, we do that but um sushi why don't you give us a little intro of yourself who you are who is sushi what's your background Alrighty, well, my name is Sushi Fish Ninja. I'm a full-time content creator on Twitch. Uh, used to be a full-time touring musician for about 10 years. Uh, swapped over basically after the fact that I found out people could play video games and other people like dig that. And I was like really interested in doing that. And then took the kind of uh, the front man-esque, like I get to look at me, I get to do all kinds of stupid shit. And then I got to turn a camera on and then continue to do that, but then also play games and be a little dork about shit that I like doing. That's fucking awesome. And that was actually one of the reasons Kyle wanted you on the show was because he goes, dude, well, I remember when I was first getting into the scene, um, it was, what was it, Kyle? November-ish? November, like right before Christmas. Right before Christmas. And, you know, he was, he's like, you know, come watch my stream. Um, got bored as shit watching him and he's like yeah there's someone who's actually really good yeah. um so he introduced me to you that's when i started my subs to you um, No shit. i need to get into your discord too uh yeah pop in there bro but sushi is phenomenal not only does he fucking pay attention to his chat which is not i've been in some channels where those big content creators full-time content creators they don't pay attention to you at all and they don't there's something about when you go into Sushi's stream, he makes you feel special. He recognizes who you are because you popped in to say hi. Or, you know, I'll throw some biddies out there for him, and he thanks you for him, and you don't see that mm-hmm. with a lot of these bigger streamers. I feel so attacked right now. Um, <laughs> you ignore me half the time, so you can go to hell. Um, <laughs> well, like, to the to the, uh, to the effect of, like, the bigger guys, like, I had, I had something crazy interesting happened to me um like a couple of weeks ago where i had a very large content creator invite me to come play video games with them and my chat was flying with alerts and people coming in and following people coming in and chatting and talking and saying hi from like so and so and everything right. and it was impossible 
to read chat. Now, it wasn't something that I couldn't have done by any means. I've, I've looked back on it a hundred times and gone, I could have done that. Mm -hmm. But I was also in a Discord call with eight other content creators on top of this large content creator where it's like, you have to kind of divide yourself, mm -hmm. so to speak. In that circumstance, you kind of make a decision. And I saw a couple of people in that Discord call that were muting and then they'd unmute eventually and that, that sort of thing. And mm -hmm. I did my best to kind of balance back and forth. But the, the larger guys, it just flies to where like you get to look at one thing and then you pick out that thing. It's like, do you make a comment about it? Because if that person replies, you're not going to see it. Right. Or wow. do you just, do you just look and then just let, let chat kind of be like a ticket feed of like, they say something, you see it, run with it, go off it, you know, say some stuff, continue doing what you're doing. But there is absolutely like no connectivity. There's no, there's a thank you maybe. Mm -hmm. And most of the time it's for like donations, not like a 32 month resub or some shit like right. that. Like it's yep. not, there's no connectivity. There's no like, thank you. So like, I'm so stoked you're here. Like, what's up, man? How's your day? Like, there's none of that. Absolutely. Not like with the big guys when they have no. just clink, 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 sub only chat and that shit. Yeah. No, which, not at all. Which I, I cannot kind of understand that, but again, not taking away from sushi at all. Go into his stream, check it out. We're going to give you links in this too yeah you know we're gonna talk about his fucking stream because it's amazing but like i said it i immediately felt connected to his stream i felt connected to sushi not in a creepy way like um i am in like <laughs> five other states show anyway well I'm, I, I, I have dms that say otherwise i'm not i'm not allowed to be around like you know five places within 200 feet but we're going that's another show um <laughs> mostly the spam factory uh but it's just it's just really fucking cool going into sushi's channel and he just he really knows how to talk to his audience and that's what's cool um i just have a lot of respect for my audience is is really what it is um it's a time thing you know mm -hmm. like you work a full-time job and you come home you big chilling said hi to the wife you know kiss the fucking dog grab a bite to eat some shit and you're kicking it on your phone or you're sitting on your computer or whatever even if it's like 10 minutes or it's like the remainder of stream or whatever, like you're giving me that time. You're not getting paid for that. You could be doing all kinds of other shit. Maybe you, maybe you couldn't be, but you chose to be there, whether you're being there and active and attentive, or you're just there like kicking it and like just watching shit and just hanging out. Like you, you chose, you made an active choice. You had to click a lot of buttons to get in there. Mm -hmm. The least I could do is be like appreciative of that. Cause like there's a, uh, there's like fucking 20 billion goddamn people on the website that yeah. do relatively the same shit that you know what i mean like they but you're somehow in the world of you know getting into my chat you made it in there you enjoyed yourself you made a return so yeah absolutely i'm going to be you know i'm going to be very welcoming and i'll be very sincere about anything that you do in the chat whether you've never gave a bit or subbed or anything you follow and you come and hang out i'm going to be so fucking thankful for that yeah which is amazing I think that's the key. Like I've I've watched you for a while, and and uh, a bunch of the other guys, and and that was, and I've told some of them, also like, privately in DMs or in chats or whatever that like, um, I got going and I I tried for like months, months and months, like streaming to one people, one person, two people, you know, maybe if I was lucky, and I was about to give up, and then watching you guys, and I was like, that's how, like, I can do that. You know, I, I was can. I was pretty laid back, and I'm still fairly laid back. I think, 
Like you I'm, are. I'm not like a super hype guy, but I, I, I watch you guys and like shamelessly steal some ideas here and there with just like, <laughs> we well, stole just, them like, somewhere too, dog. You're cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, just with we the conversation, somewhere too. Have, the conversation with chat and stuff and just take that and try to make your own and make chat feel engaged. And like you said, make them feel like they're excited. Like we're excited for them to be there. Yeah. It's not an expectation. Yeah. Yeah, It's not an expectation for you to be there. Like Mm -mm. I I think that also comes with like, maybe I, maybe I'm a little blessed. Like I'm literally almost guillotining my toe off with my headphone cable. That was scary. I was really panicking there. Um, It's (laughs) my foot got stuck, dude. Scared me. Um, I, I I think I got a lot of respect for that from playing shows. Um, Cause I remember streaming overwatch to me and my cell phone and my tablet in the living room. I remember asking people who are my IRL friends to go watch me on Twitch. And this was, you know, I I think I've been a streamer for four years. So Twitch was very different four years ago. Like, yeah. I'm talking, this is before Ninja. It was like fucking Ninja who Megalol. Like nobody knew who the fuck that guy was unless you were a fan of Halo or something. You know the fuck that guy is. This was well before that. Overwatch was the absolute most dominant thing on the platform next to CSGO. There, that was it. That was That was Twitch back then. Like most people probably can't even think of that era. But I remember getting an opportunity, like somebody came into chat and was just talking to me. And I looked over, I was like, holy shit, hi, like just talking to them. And all of a sudden, like 15 people were in there because they Mm -hmm. were just like cruising around with like a bunch of their friends. Like it's, it's the same thing with playing shows. You could do all this work and talk about it and post it everywhere and all this shit and show up in three people standing there. And there's only one guy close to you you know, close to the stage and the other two are in the back, like talking to each other and playing with their fucking phone while you're up there. Don't like, you know, doing your fucking doing your all to then drive home, you know, four hours away from where it was. You were. Let's back into that a little bit. Like what, what got you into music? That's a great transition. He natural (laughs) transition right there. Mm -hmm. It's like, he was looking at the show notes. He like, he knew something weird. Um, Music was so interestingly enough. I grew up in a small town called Trenton, Ohio. Very, very small. You can look it up on a map and you laughable. Uh, it is a 35, 35 mile an hour blink in your from one side of the town to the other, and it's gone. Um, mm-hmm. there wasn't, you know, metal, there wasn't any of that. It was very like hip hop bullshit. Like that was kind of a lot of the people that were around. That was kind of the the whole thing of it. And we had a venue called the Fisherman's Club. And a buddy of mine got invited to go he wanted to take me so i was like sure let's go do it never listened to any like hardcore music metal music nothing none of that and we go in and it's a small like i mean very small room and uh i can't remember the name of the band they had a song called like 12 it was like 12 gauge massacre or something like that i know that's a band but they had a song called that too maybe that was the band i don't remember but it was it was uh, insane. I got to see moshing for the first time. I saw all kinds of stuff. And I was like, this is so cool. I left uh, the guy that was running the show. His name was Q, who then later became a very, like, uh, you know, like a very strong pillar of a person in my, like, music career. He gave me, I had two stacks of CDs that fit over both of my fingers. And I walked all the way back home with both of those stacks of CDs. And me and my buddy, we spilled all of our CDs on the floor and we put them all in this little radio thing. And we played Skate 2 until like 2 o'clock, like 2 p.m. the next day, listening to every one of those CDs. And I think it was like three weeks after that, he was like, let's start a band. I was like, I don't know how to play any instruments. 
she's like what do you think you know how to do i was like i think vocals are pretty cool like i want maybe i could try that i was dog shit at that <laughs> but then like i just i looked around to try to figure it out if anybody out there knows who the scream queen is she taught me all kinds of shit uh shout out to her i can't remember her like actual name but her youtube videos were fucking perfect and we slowly started just like playing stupid shitty songs in the basement until we had like what we thought was like an album or like a set list essentially before we could play out nice that's awesome so like how old were you when oh uh 16 maybe so young yeah typical band starting age yeah Yeah. i was like say i had to be like fresh 16 for sure all i'm picturing as you're telling this story is a young sushi and then it's like in the movies like all the music's all of a sudden drowned out and like you know heaven's light comes down upon you just on your eyes as they get really (laughs) wide oh god you know what i'm talking about like the scenes of movies it's like like a come to god moment and all you're hearing is like your future and that's all you're hearing for the next like three days straight <laughs> like you go you go to school and your teacher's uh talking to you like, sushi answer number five <laughs> it was dude it was a lot of like my parents were both at work and i'm standing in my living room like trying not to blow my vocal cords out like trying to figure out how the fuck i'm supposed to do it we played our first show and i had my back turned to the crowd the entire time i was terrified I was a I, public speaking was a nightmare. I skipped school like 17 times to not do a like a like a stand up and talk to like address the class thing. Really? It was absolute I was a a hermit. I did not like making friends. I did not like talking to people. I did not like random conversation like none of that. And I really think just like my identity I had to thank for the fact that I played or that I skateboarded which like helped me make friends with people cuz like it's really fun to skateboard with like groups of people and then playing music helped me feel like I like was kind of a badass because I, I look because I would look at it as a thing of like not everyone does this and not everybody really can like you got to kind of figure out your you know you got to figure out your instrument or whatever the fuck it is you got to put work into it so like this is kind of cool like this is kind of a thing that not a lot of people I know know how to do what was what was your vocal style was it more clean was it scream guttural um growl like it was i would say kind of i would say guttural not like i don't really know how to explain it like it i got i got compared to a lot of people but i the thing that i i carried with me always was people said that they could understand me like a lot of people said that they could always understand everything i was saying i enunciated really well i was very clear you know i didn't do it i wasn't doing like pig squeal shit i wasn't doing super like rally stuff or anything like that but I, I just made sure that it was very clear and i was consistently like doing exactly that like me as a fan that's something i can really appreciate is like when i can hear because i still like i still really love the other shit and we're like you gotta listen to this it's this so awesome I'm like what are they saying like i got no fucking clue but it sounds amazing yeah like lauren you know? shore like i'm just in it for like that dude sounds insane and yeah. the band like i love the riffs and the drums and shit so i'm super listening to that but i'm not listening to him until he's like almost summoning a demon at for yeah. a breakdown i'm like like it could be the, the fuck fucking hokey that? pokey for yeah, all we dude, know and i have no idea what he said but it sounds cool it's like so to me all i can think of is like those uh on beavis and butthead when they were doing the videos for those metal bands the heavy metal bands <laughs> and oh. they couldn't understand it but they're like <laughs> they're like yeah yeah come to butthead oh 
Fuck, I love Beavis and Butthead. Holy shit. I used to watch it with my dad all the time. It was amazing. All the time with that that style of, like, people are like, oh, you know, like rock. Not like metal because it's too heavy. Like, that style of stuff is, like, super heavy, super either growly or guttural or screaming. Like, go listen to it live. And you will appreciate it so much more. And even, like, my style is becoming pretty normalized for, like, radio. It's not, like, the full song, but it's definitely, like, in hooks or in uh, the beginnings or ends of songs where, uh, you know, it's to convey emotion or something like that, where you have mm-hmm. a couple of lines of a guy, like, screaming. Maybe it's just one word or something like that, but you are hearing it more at, over in the last, like, maybe the last, like, four years or so. You are starting Thanks. to hear more and more, like, kind of, like, breakdown-y beats and shit. Like, I've, I've, I've heard a lot of stuff. What was that fucking song? Uh who made who made that rat song that's ghost ghost okay there's a at the oh, end i love of that ghost song, dude at the end of that song and rats bro i almost like punched my fucking headrest off my my passenger seat like it is gnarly mm-hmm. but then the rest of their catalog i'm like i don't fucking like any of this but i don't know what you guys were doing with that but that was disgusting <laughs> to my like last four years so there's probably been a change i would say there's been a change over last four to 12 to where now you have your clean chorus where you used to have the the heavy mm-hmm. chorus you know what i mean you had the clean Absolutely. vocals up to the chorus and then it was all you know bah! but now it's like it's the style is flipped oh even i mean even heavy, when we were heavy, touring heavy, heavy, it was like heavy, that and then super clean vocals and it's the same dude and like how does that come out of that and also come <laughs> out of that that has always been the most impressive to me i think that is like that's like super saiyan fucking god shit when you can scream and you can sing and they're both good i'm like get the fuck oh, out yeah, of here like um i can't even touch that's that shit. kyle that's red mode it's red mode <laughs> super saiyan god that's red mode and, instinct yeah dude fucking that's instinct bro when you can fucking sing and oh, scream going all and, and, you, yep. and you can fucking switch back and forth and you don't have somebody like helping you like fuck off you're so talented i think it's like crazy uh, what's her name tatiana from ginger yeah dude she's nuts bro holy dude, fuck I'll, I'll link you up on that chris it's yeah, yeah and she just, it's, it'll blow it's, your mind like you're gonna look at it and go what's up what am i look what's about to happen here and then mm-hmm. it's just it's one take. See, it's, the one i'll send you is the one take where one she take. changes over it's it's nuts see i listen to my thing is i listen to everything you name it like 80s to you know new wave to rap to k-pop metal to cape a lot of k-pop, k-pop lately k-pop's rad dude um a lot of bts and blackpink lately they'll stop <laughs> I, I got a 10 year old daughter too hey okay that's and fair that's fair that's fair that's my fucking excuse though yeah i was gonna say you throw that out there that's not, that's your scapegoat that's right the there. Reason, that's the excuse. <laughs> i'm like yeah yeah no they suck yeah <laughs> Now, don't look at my you know, don't look at my spotify right now the you know last 15 songs i played no, hey it's completely fine but then you know like the <laughs> best concert i've ever went score, to was like so. was tool seeing them live and like i never got i've never got a chance to do that still oh that was one of the best time that was the first and only time i got high from contact hi and we didn't oh, meet me, me yeah. and my we, me and one of my best friends chris it was adney um we were there and we didn't know we were high till we were laying out in my parents' yard and we were really fucking hungry oh, after the concert. Flipped. Holy oh, shit. Completely. I would have paid good money to see that because I know that Chris too. Oh, that's yeah. so funny. <laughs> that would have been it, it was great. Nuts. I'm like, you want Taco Bell? It is fourth meal. <laughs> Dude, fourth meal, fuck. You know what's you know what's interesting though? I was talking about the different um genres of music and stuff and listening to it. There are I don't know many of 
I guess many like metal or hardcore musicians that can talk about like their writing style and say uh, the stuff that they've listened to, but the like hip hop was actually like a large inspiration to me. Really? For writing lyrics? Yes. Uh, be- well, because I didn't like to write things that just didn't make any fucking sense. Mm-hmm. Right. I-, I was very much like storytelling because I-, I kind of always was thinking about when we wrote songs, you know, w- what could the music video really look like for this? Does this make any sense? Like story, like if you're reading the lyrics, does it make any sense? Or is it just a bunch of like single lines that sound cool? Right. Like what, like what is it that I'm actually looking at or like writing here? Um, like a lot of our best songs I wrote in like 10 minutes just because I, I would think about it and go, this sounds fucking cool. And I'd write it down. Uh, but like the, the hip hop style of writing, which is so grandiose. I mean, there's so much to that. Uh, the, the precision on like, understanding what it is that's being said and the storytelling part of that is what i what i enjoyed the most that's what helped me write and try to be like enunciated and things like that so people could hear me and understand so we had that that hip-hop slash new metal influence that we yeah we never wrote music like that though like we our i think our first our first successful album had a lot of like political takes and stuff like that but it was all like kind of undercut shit like we weren't really you know we weren't doing like rage against the machine shit on stage mm-hmm. or anything like that but um we also just like the we also just made shit like how we want we had a song about smoking weed we had a song about political in, injustice both in the states and abroad we had a song about uh suicide suicide prevention we had uh i think we had a, what the fuck was that one song oh we had a song about like breakups like how you like it's the vicious cycle of not being able to like get out of a breakup and you keep going back with the same person right we wrote about all kinds of stuff and it was genre like a it was across the board kind of thing like you could listen to one that would be considered like pop punk mm-hmm. you could listen to one that's like hardcore you could listen to one that's metal you could listen to one that's got you know more like a singing chorus than than not like you could there's more singing to it than there is like vocals and shit like like screaming vocals like we had a lot of stuff like <laughs> okay so sushi when you were writing your songs mm-hmm you said a lot was based off of hip-hop musical influence. My my writing style, yes. Writing style, okay. What were your songs about? Like, what did you pull from? Uh, a lot. You know what's funny, man, that you asked that? That's kind of like a big lead into kind of why I stopped writing music in general. Uh, I wrote about a lot, of, a lot of shit that was going on in my life, um, you know, up to like 18 to like 20 three mm-hmm. you can really think back and be like there was so much happening but like not really but there was just a lot of shit emotionally that i like to write about mm-hmm. um i wrote a song about one of our bandmates who fucking irked the piss out of me he has no idea that he used to sing a song about himself all the fucking time ever still to this day it's my favorite one of my favorite things i'll take to my grave <laughs> makes me laugh i told some of my bandmates when i left that that song was about them and they were like no fucking way i was like yep that's about him and he fucking sucks um <laughs> it's my favorite it's absolutely my favorite he still has no fucking clue but like i i just kind of i wrote about shit that was happening to me so like i had at the time like we were talking about the the um relationship one like kind of in and out of out of that relationship um i was back and forth with some chick for like a while that was really bugging me and it was really just affecting me like it was one of those things like she called me on tour and said she didn't want me to be on tour anymore i was like what the fuck are you talking about Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera, like making shit difficult, and while now I would be like, "Go fuck yourself" and hang up the phone. Then I was like, "I really like this chick, and I really want her to be happy." Blah, 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 blah. And then writing about, you know, way way back in the day, still, 
um, when we were writing shit like this, we were still talking about the injustice of, uh, you know, refugees that were coming into the country, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the LGBT community, the African-American community, like the way we saw things as, I mean, we were young, but we understood what we were talking about. Right. And we knew that we didn't like it. Like we just didn't like the way that it was done and the way things were happening. And things, you know, so we wrote about shit like that. We had a lot of people that were very close to us that had a lot of um, depression issues. We had a lot of people that had committed suicide, whether it was self-inflicted or if it was, you know, pills or something like that. Like we had a lot of shit like that. So we wrote a song about that. Um, it was just, it, it never wasn't something that like we connected to that we didn't connect to. It was always something that like we connected on that all of us connected on, not just like one of us, not just me. It was something that we all, cause I wanted everybody to feel like, you know, you're playing the song for a reason, mm-hmm. not because we wrote it. I like that. That's really yeah. fucking cool. And be, because I feel like that, that keeps you from being bored. You know, that keeps you from, from hating the song, from not wanting to play it anymore. Because when it loses when it loses meaning to you, like you don't want to do it. That's the same thing with video games. When once you're done with a video game, if somebody told you like, well, no, you have to play it for like another 120 hours, you'd fucking hate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd fucking hate it. If you were like, I don't want to play this anymore, I want to play this. They're like, no, you have to play that. You're like, no. Same, with th- it's absolutely the same thing with music, and it absolutely would affect live shows 110 percent. Because then that song comes up on the set list, somebody mm-hmm. says, all right, well, this is this song. Well, let's fucking and it gets into it, and they're just like. So you could definitely, so the audience could definitely feel the change in the Absolute energy. Absolutely, absolutely, they could. Did you Especially re- as hard as we brought it and kept it, you'd see a dip for sure. I, I've never thought of it that way. Did you rotate those songs out eventually when you realized, like, okay, it's just not there? Um, really, like we we kind of looked at set list stuff more as like where we where we're gonna be. Um, if we were playing somewhere that we had played before, it was really easy to figure out like uh the kind of bands and stuff that they're used to seeing or the bands that we're playing with that night if we're playing with a bunch of fucking slammers we wouldn't play anything that was relatively soft at all it would be a lot of load on me like it'd be a lot of fucking like there's not gonna be a lot of singing tonight we're just throwing down it is a fucking throw your body at all costs situation like we're Mm -hmm. going fucking hard tonight or if we were playing with some bands that were a little lighter you know say had some singing song shit like we could we could chill out and kind of be more of a like try to get the crowd involved kind of thing. Like we did a My Chemical Romance cover that we would pull out if we had some singy songy bands and shit that were on stage. Or if we had like a lot of people who uh who we like, you know you kind of read the read the crowd a little bit mm-hmm. and we throw down on that. Oh that's cool. For reference, uh Chris, My Chemical Romance is not super heavy. I didn't know if you Oh well <laughs> help me out, brother. Well, you know, you know, something about a black parade. That's fine. Something about it, you know? You know, you and your black parade, Kyle. <laughs> you leave me alone. They're heavy to me. <laughs> it's like, so tell us a little bit about, you know, before we, like, dive back into the streaming side again. Um, You know, you talk about different venues and things. And <clears throat> Excuse me. So, like, tell us a little bit of, like, touring. Like, when did you start? What were you always with the same band? Were there different bands? Who'd you play with? If you want to talk about that, um, um a little yeah, time, I mean, I mean, time frame touring, history. Touring was probably one of the coolest fucking things about playing music. Um, it was something I always, I never really like thought about it. It wasn't something that was like a goal, like a forefront goal. Weirdly enough, getting signed was the forefront goal. Stupidly, that was like you know when when if you had a a young kid who starts skateboarding, he wants to be a pro. He has no fucking idea what it takes to be a pro. 
has no idea like the how much commitment and shit that goes into that like mm-hmm. i was just like i know how to do vocals and i want to be signed like that was my <laughs> my attitude about it and uh we we didn't start touring uh until like i had i went to college for a day and i got a gas station phone call i was was pumping gas in my car i got a phone call and i answered the phone and it was my guitarist who was like we just got an email from a record label saying that they want to sign us and i said shut the fuck up he goes dead serious he's like send me the fucking email i want to see this shit let's get to it uh we saw i saw that i was like fucking i'm not going to school like fuck that shit we're doing this dude (laughs) So we got all of our ducks in a row and we drove out to Chicago to uh, go stay in a, um, in a record studio. Now this drive was, I don't know how many people know what a mega bus is, but for like the one dude who knows what it is, we had to stuff one, two, three guitar cases, a drum bag, a cymbal stand, like a cymbal bag, five backpacks, and we had to carry all that shit on a mega bus to then get inside of a an Impala where it was four people in the back seat, one laying across all of us with all of our shit inside of the Impala to then drive two hours to the studio where then we had bunk beds and a leather couch to sleep on in negative 32 degree weather. Jesus the studio engineer looked at me and said i he was telling me he's like you are not allowed to go outside he's like it'll ruin your vocal cords if you breathe you cannot go outside so i was not allowed to leave (laughs) i had people run to go get mcdonald's for me every day so you were training Um, for covid yeah i mean pretty fucking much dude like it was it we i watched uh what the fuck was that movie um this is the end i probably watched that movie 500 fucking times and I played GTA a lot. And that was about that was, that was pretty much the the encompassing part of it. Oh, and I was I was straight edge up until like that album came out. So like if if, if you don't know what straight edge is, this is no drugs, no alcohol, that kind of jam. There's supposed to be no sex in that, but like I fucking I admitted that part because like not doing that. But <laughs> no, no drugs, no alcohol. <laughs> so what the you know it was at the end of the the album was coming out, right? And like Everybody was like rolling blunts and having cigars and like grabbing beers. And I was like, I got nothing to fucking celebrate. I got no way to celebrate. This is happening. I can't celebrate with my boys. Like I can't do anything. But we'd be like, yeah, cool. We did it. Like, don't get that near me. You know what I mean? Like, that's fucking whack, dude. I didn't like that. But the uh the touring thing, man. So we we started touring uh, 2016, maybe, probably sooner than that. Um, and we toured kind of all over the place. Uh, Texas is about as far as as far south as we went. Temple, Texas, as far south as we went. Um, St. Louis, we did Iowa. Fucking, we didn't go like we didn't go like all the way. You know, we didn't hit like Nevada or anything like that. Or no, yeah, we did. Uh, we we just we we toured a lot of places with a lot of different people, but a lot of the time it was solo, and we would be like the supporting package to a tour that's already happening so we'd show up and be not the opener but we'd be like the dude to play right before like the band that you actually came here to play for mm-hmm. or you like paid to see and then like we make a lot of our money on merch because we didn't have we didn't have merch that was just like just set our fucking name on it over and over again we just we had a guy who was designing uh, a lot of our merch with like uh, traditional tattoos 
Oh, cool. So it'd be like traditional tattoo styles wow. with like our name on it. Or something. Yeah, they were fucking sick. The stuff looked, I wish I had any of it because it was so cool. It all looked great. Like, was there, what would you say? So you said mostly you guys were kind of like supporting. Yeah. Um, did some opening stuff. What's the, I guess, uh, the biggest band in your eyes that you shared a venue with? Attila. Cool. That was absolutely the biggest. I, I think there was like 6,000 people at this fucking show. Mm-hmm. Something like that. It was fucking insane. It was wall-to-wall, like, packed. We it, There was a, a bunch of large bands on that, too, but I just I can't remember the names of them. But Attila was, like, that was, that was huge. That was so fucking crazy. It was so, so many people, and it was so cool. Like, we opened that night because we were, we were the smallest band. Mm-hmm. For that show and it was it was so crazy to walk out and see a bunch of people you can hear them and they're like is that so like they thought we were a different band and then when we started playing and watching easily like thousands of kids not know who the fuck we were just go hard we're like yeah dude like we we're actually we're fucking good like people <laughs> dig the shit out of this dude like we're they have no idea good. who we are yeah they have no reason to like this other than the fact that it's fucking good nice is that the point you thought we made it no actually the 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 point the the point in which i thought we made it was and it's so small time when you really dial it back and think about it but like in the moment we're in wisconsin we played a fucking dog shit venue the fucking guy's like trying not to pay us i'm telling him i'm gonna fucking beat his head in he said he can't pay us. I said, you literally cannot leave this building until you put money in my hand. And I was like, and the fact that I've had to have this conversation with you, you have to give me that American flag on the wall. And he's like, I can't do that. I don't, I don't own this venue. I was like, I don't give a shit. We're, we're, be at, we're past the what you can and can't do thing. You're going to give me the flag. And he's like, I can't do that. And I was like, I put my hand out like this. I said, rock, paper, scissors for me, pussy. There he, goes. <laughs> he hit it. He hit it. He dude, didn't skip a beat. He fucking hit it. I won. I said, Fuck yeah. I just turned around, grabbed the flag, tied it around my neck, and I said, I'll see you in 20 minutes, my fucking money, bitch. Walked around with that flag on me. Then we went out to the beach uh, like on the like the Great Lakes and shit, and there was a storm coming in. We're drinking a bottle of Fireball. It's like as big as my fucking torso. It's like a hilariously huge bottle. We're drinking that. A storm's rolling in. We're chilling on some rocks by a lighthouse that's slippery as fuck. Like, we almost died. We saw a boat almost crash into the, like, into the wall, and then, like, we slept on the street inside of the van across the street from the from the police station and like woke up the next day to it was so fucking hot and we were all hung over and we woke up because a uh like a track like a dump truck drove by and we had left like all the doors open and shit so like i woke up and looked and there was just a dude on the back just hanging out and he goes what's up man <laughs> it's like fuck. <laughs> i woke up from that i was like dude this is fucking dope like i love this shit this is so rad and it, it it really i mean it was dude like that was the touring aspect of it like we didn't make a lot of fucking money by any means i i put probably i mean several thousand dollars into this easy like i'm 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 inching probably close to like seventy thousand dollars into the whole thing of it probably more than that but every fucking bit of it I i think was worth it like it was it was great as many headaches as it was as many you know times that i threw a, an entire kick drum at my guitar player's head which is the one i wrote a song about because he was so <laughs> fucking annoying uh 
as many times as I try to convince everybody to just leave him in this in this strange city because no one's gonna fucking look for him anyway. Who cares? Like we'll fucking find another guy to play guitar and sing. Who fucking cares? And all of that aside, like it was the most fucking fun up until like four years ago. So, so all I'm picturing during this story is you with this flag around your neck, the storm rolling in. <laughs> Drinking fireball, like standing here with this pose, just yelling at the storm with this fireball whiskey. Dude, I was sitting in a, I was sitting in the lifeguard chair, the big ass <laughs> that thing. I was sitting there, and my buddy was taking the bottle. And he has to take it with two hands. These guys go like this. He go, and he throw it out to me. I take it. It's like this. You gotta hold it like that. And I take it and I'd fucking swig, and then I'd hold it over him, and I go, and I drop it, and then he catch it. You ever been super drunk and try to run on the sand? Like it's fucking impossible. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so hard, dude. It's <laughs> yeah, so hard. yeah, Kyle and I both been there. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it was so difficult. I hated it. Oh, that's awesome though. So that, so what's funny is, um, last week we did an interview with Erica Clash, uh, who is a drag queen and an oh, artist. Yeah, Casey was telling like, me about so this. It was a great fucking interview. What's so, what I'm hearing is parallels almost of how you you both had, you know, sink so much money into it. You go to places, you know, just trying to make it, you probably charge less than what you're worth. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you'll do what you have to to get your foot in the door and then arguing with these guys, you know, guys, girls, whoever, trying to get paid for what you did. And it's just, just so similar, like an artist thing. So she had almost a well, not an exactly similar story. I don't think there's a flag and things involved. But, no, it was pretty parallel though. But it was still the the skeezy manager trying to, you know, sketch out a pain and stuff like that. Like how it, yeah. It's just it's just really, just really interesting to me, and it just shows you know like, even if you have two completely opposite ways or uh, methods of your art it's all similar in the end. I think, I think that too, like the way you phrase it, I think that really resonated too with kind of my attitude on social media with paying your artist for whatever it is. Um, I mean, I have a couple commissioned art pieces on my wall back here and I was more than generous with tips. Same with like my tattoo artists and stuff. While a lot of my tattoos are like tour bangers and shit. Mm-hmm. And you know, I got really lucky. They're still, it's a lot of time like my favorite like weird old facebook fucking quote thing is like you're not paying me for my knowledge you're paying me for the time and the experience that it took me to be as fast as i am to be able to do the job that you're asking me to do Mm -hmm. like you invited me out here to play this show whether my manager hit you up or not you invited me out to come play the show maybe i didn't bring anybody because nobody knows who the fuck i am i still drove all the way out here to play a show to entertain people who then were entertained who then will leave this place knowing that they had a great time at this venue and will return, whether it's to see me or not, they will put money back in your hand. So you're gonna fucking pay me. Mm. You're going to. Like I stood on a I stood on a dude's car with a cinder block over his windshield. And I was like, you better fucking hope somebody in my band gets money from you, dude, because I'm not I'm not leaving this spot until the cops tase me off your car or somebody gets paid. And I just I sat there like this with a cinder block in my hand. Every time he'd come outside, I'm like, still here, bud. What's up? Do you pay anybody? And he'd walk back inside. I, I, I probably stood there for like two hours. Wow. Because I, I heard immediately after we played, I heard yammerings of people like 
saying that the dude like wasn't trying to pay i was like oh you don't get to leave then there's no way we can't go home like we can't go anywhere from here unless we get paid like we can get like halfway to the next spot you have to fucking pay us that's the other thing too man like it's it's different not to diminish but it's it's different if you're like making art and things like that Mm -hmm. where you know that sucks like they try not to pay you or whatever you spent you know 40 hours on this piece and now they're not they don't want to buy it right at least you're fucking home right you know at least you're not stuck somewhere starving like when when you talk about touring it's like illustrious like oh it's so fucking sick dude a lot of things we i would tell like these younger bands who i saw like they were really talented and i was like i'll see you on the road soon for sure i try to explain to them like touring is not like all sparkly shit bro like you're taking you're taking showers at ymcas walmart bathrooms brushing your teeth at five in the morning while some dude's taking a shit trying to figure out why you're shirtless standing in the bathroom you're heating up food with the fucking car heater you know you're you're sleeping in parking lots on the ground i've had people wake me up before by taking pictures of me because they thought i was dead like i've i've had a budget of three dollars to eat for two days and i'm not a fucking small guy by the way that's not fucking great like it's it's tough dude it really is it's the the fun shit in between all that misery that makes it fucking dope if you got the fucking if you got the grit for it i think yeah that's a hell of a life experience yeah, yeah it is. Dude, like it, i don't even it's know a lot of lives at once man it's a lot of lives at once so you, you, i've seen a lot of crazy shit a lot of crazy shit's happened to me i've been a part of a lot of stuff like a lot of life experience that you just you sure shit wouldn't get like just growing up somewhere period like because you're going all over the place meeting all kinds of crazy fucking weird people you you've been out of it for a little bit now just oh, yeah. from the story like are you do you still do some stuff here and there are you looking to maybe get back at some point or uh, you know a buddy of mine hit me up not too long ago about trying to do some like studio project like i'll never play live again the 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 work that goes into like there's a rush to that that's so amazing and there is something to be said about being able to live perform and entertain people like right in front of you but i'll never do that shit again because the work that goes into it at least for me like there's a work ethic that i have that i refuse to like slot aside for the fact that i just want to do it like at that point in time like nobody knows who i am you don't know the accolades like what do i have to give you i don't i don't get to go up there and be sloppy and take somebody's spot who has put the work in just because i am who i am or somebody knows who i am or what i did before like i don't believe in that shit either um but studio stuff is always fun i i did a stream not too long ago where i did vocals on stream for like a hot second because i was way out of practice um i write shit in my head a lot because that's always fun i did you know that um you know that uh that meme that Fortnite song that was a kind of a meme while back tomato town or whatever Uh, yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. i wrote a fucking like genty song of i wrote like a (laughs) little thing to that i just never did the vocals for it but i wrote it all yeah it was was fun so you do them in your head do you ever write any of this down just go back later and um no not without like the purpose to do like i'll you know funny enough like i'll find stuff on tiktok where dudes are just like writing riffs or whatever Mm -hmm. and then i'll just sit there and like kind of listen to it and then i'll kind of formulate out something and then not record that tiktok when i like definitely could have done it that might be your jam right there's tiktok duets and then bring them in it's dude it's fun as fuck to watch man especially seeing some people that are on there like well these guys are really talented and they're just like sitting in the car like goofing off doing shit like it's Mm -hmm. it's definitely fun it's definitely something i've thought about doing like just going sitting in the driveway and do it from time to time 
and then you got two guys you could do it with who could sing sushi gang with you um there you go funny so funny enough that's how it, i even yeah. got that that's how i even got the sushi gang thing was from that song it's so funny um <laughs> I, I got a knack for trying to fix shit in like that they're not all winners sometimes no, they they're not but that was that's a the good fun one. part though they're not all winners because sometimes, sometimes just, they hit. it's so funny how goofy it is the ones that hit the ones that hit really hit hard so so if you do see why i do a show flow now um <laughs> kyle and i because i don't know if you're looking at the sheet but we were beep, 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 beep. yeah yeah That's, i i also i'm also very bad about that myself and this is why we show flow um <laughs> well because we're past the touring part now kyle yeah um who are your musical influences uh that would be hundredth stick to your guns and uh straight from the path why for sure why mm -hmm. uh hundredth being so intricate and passionate mm -hmm. um some of the best live performance i've ever seen uh, somebody who i thought wrote lyrics that were outstanding and then they're they're simple yet very intricate like uh performance with instruments i just thought was amazing um i could even sub them out for like a band called counterparts i thought they were fucking incredible too uh stick to your guns i thought had some of the best um albums and like speeches and 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 their their forethought that went into their albums um i think shaped a lot of people for a lot of different things like way 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 back when they were releasing albums that were talking about what was that stupid shitty church that was running around westboro baptist yeah those westboro fucking Baptist's? idiots oh, yeah they were writing songs about those dudes and how like they fucking but, uh, suck yeah it was west, it was it west westboro baptist yeah, yeah. yeah they, 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 were... they come down here a lot Ugh, i hey man you call me a bad person or not i got a couple dudes like that that sit up on a street corner that's super occupied i mean i definitely going to do the water bottle once or twice um that is not being a bad person that's being a human being who ha who actually cares about other human beings yeah because I, I definitely had a guy look at me and he said you sinner and i said and just whipped it out of my car and hit him right in the fucking mouth with it mm. and just and then i got green light so that's pretty sick i did a mr uh, peepers on one of them one time so, wait what's that uh, you remember the chris katane where he went up and just started randomly humping going bah, bah. yeah was <laughs> I may or may not have done that to one of them at one point in time. I may have drank a little incredible, bit that night. dude. That's amazing. <laughs> Holy shit. Kyle's seen me oh, do much worse, so. Well, those guys are fucking scumbags, man. They really are. Uh, that's a whole That's a whole other thing. I Actually, when I started my... Oh, shit, dude. When I started my music career, we'll, we'll put a fucking sticky note on this, and then I'll finish what we were talking about. When I started my music career, I was actually like a like a Christian hardcore band. Really? yeah dude i was like i had a bible in my hand i was like reading it and shit to the crowd like it was kind of crazy that's kind of cool really, though it was pretty I, it was cringy but like you know what man there's still people that i can remember their face saying like that i helped them and the, or they would like said thank you and i'm like i don't know where the fuck you're at now but like that's still cool that it happened mm -hmm. whether the, they don't know you know they don't know what the fuck i'm doing these days probably don't even think about it but at some point in time maybe i helped them with something there's a lot that of i wouldn't have had an opportunity to do that, that started that way too though like oh it, yeah it, dude kind of no, you remember it started that way or have like shifted back that way you know i mean you think of it uh, is the biggest money-making industry in the world dude fucking mm -hmm. christian music it is so easy it's easier than country and it makes so much fucking money it's insane that's that I, wasn't even the derivative of like doing it in the first place i just did it that way but, i was like super into the church at the time 
I, I just want to combine the two. Like some of the guys that, and like not to get like too far down a rabbit hole there. That feel free. That's uh, what we have. No, well, I know, but I'm thinking like that's the guys that have shifted back, not shifted back, not necessarily to do music, but like publicly have become like religious and things. You know, you know, I think like immediately you think like Fieldy from Corn, um, that went back like dude like i think they have an image right like there's yeah. there's an image that they have and to go back that route to me i think that takes some some balls too to go back it the does. other way um field it, it, uh, it does what was his name from mushroom head um uh jane um uh, he was the lead singer for mushroom head for the longest time and like same thing like i just think that takes that takes some huevos to to go back that way too it's like, either it's either a financial like fishing rod somebody's like you make a lot of fucking money doing this or mm -hmm. they legitimately feel that way it's same thing with like actors that are all of a sudden like god bless and shit like that or like you know you know i gotta thank god for this academy award whatever like and they, they legitimately mean it it is uh it's like what the fuck happened that made you do that mm -hmm. when you think about it like i i split from it simply due to the fact that i just i was going to church a lot and i just i went to a specific church it's like down the road from me now and they had reverse atms on the fucking wall where you put your fucking card in and you select how much money you want to give them and then i sat down three sundays in a row where they were talking about how they needed to raise money so they could make a bigger church somewhere else up the like you know a couple miles or whatever tens of miles away from where we were and I was like, this is, and it's literally the whole service. I'm just talking, we're just, they're just talking about how they need to raise money and they need money. I was like, go fuck this, bro. Fuck all of this. Mm -hmm. I'm all, I'm fucking, I'm 20 something years old. I can barely fucking hold on to the money that I have. And this is all I'm hearing from you guys. Like, this is supposed to be like the thing that's like helping me escape from that shit and like kind of help me like, you know, mold my adulthood right. and shit. And right. that's all I'm hearing from you is money, money. Like, fuck off, dude. And it just it went it went down from that like I, like I don't know if you can really see my my shirt that I'm rocking today or anything like that but oh don't make me look stupid right now oh, you can. <laughs> I'm dumb that's uh from is that a uh grease gas and glory or no uh, no, that's Morgan that's Morgan's merch oh it is Morgan yeah, okay that's my girlfriend's merch dude this shit's fucking fire um but like. I, I just I got so like so the bands that like that I was really influenced by even but at that point in time were like for today one of the biggest Christian like metalcore bands that there were or like the Devil Wears Prada when they were still like that and those those albums were great and those bands were so killer I went to some of those for today shows and I was like you are droning on and on about this shit bro I don't know anything about like there's no personality here hmm. their whole personality and their whole like empire is this fucking book that contradicts itself fucking left and right anyway yeah i did that for a while it was fucking it was dude there's like videos of it and shit and it's weird to go back and see i think like, i saw the video you helped a young boy named bobby in one episode <laughs> um and his father named hank who didn't agree with the way that uh Wrecked. you were singing the christian word to him it was listen i did it in a very radical way you know, it was, you know, I, I had, I had, a, I had a group of people that we were, we were very cool and very hip and Hank just didn't see eye to eye with me, man. I just don't understand Hank it. did not see eye to eye with he that. Uh, we, were, we were tray flipping our way to Jesus and he wasn't about it. 
For those of you who didn't catch on to that sushi, caught on right away. So did Kyle. He That's did. a King of the Hill reference. Dude, his fuck. I had his face in my head and his little stupid dreads and everything. Yes. <laughs> I love King of the Hill so much, man. Oh, I do too. We watch it religiously around here. That's so great. Um, but it. That's so nuts to think that that's kind of how you started with. Yeah, it was. I would. I, would I wouldn't literally have seen sit, that. I would literally sit and read and like find stuff in the Bible and highlight it and talk about it on stage to people, and like we would pray and shit before the show. We'd pray afterwards, and people would come up and ask me if they if they can pray with me and shit. And I'd be like, "What do you want to like pray about? Like what's going on in your life and stuff?" And I think really I was. I still am like I'm I'm a very like I'm a very blunt and kind of a jarring person to get to know and like be around but mm-hmm. I'm still a very caring person at my core and I think that was something that I was utilizing very much in the sense of like I do care about people and people seem to care about this and like it seems like the people who are in this community of stuff like I grew up in a Nazareth church not that I really understood what that meant or mm-hmm. like how that shaped anything but everybody I was around was super caring they were very, very nice. They were very helpful. Um, you know, I was I was raised by a single mom and a stepdad who worked for uh, the railroad, so I get I didn't fucking see him half the time. So I I had like a lot of people who were very helpful in like my upbringing and shit, who were very kind and very understanding. And I think that's kind of where that stemmed from. But then when I got into the adult world of that stuff, that's where I realized that oh, they don't care about you at all. They don't give a shit really one to one. They don't care. Like I'm in a church. That, that that one I was particularly talking about, like I'm in a church where there's people yammering and talking about how the dude who's on the stage right now fucked the wife of some dude that's supposed to be sitting in here. And that dude's standing on stage talking to me right now. And then next week, now he's not. But he was after the fact that I had heard about that. Like, why am I, why is that? What? No, 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 no. It was, it became a, it became a thing of like, when you're a kid, you like, you don't have a life to have together. Right. You know, you're just, you're just kind of vibing out and trying to figure shit out versus when you're an adult and you have a life together and you realize nobody around you has their shit together either. So what the fuck are you telling me about from this book that's making you look like you got your shit together and you clearly don't, my guy. So I'm not going to listen to this anymore. Right. Yeah, it turns so, a lot of people away. Right. A lot. And again, we're going to preference like we always do. EGTN does not side one way or another. We are, we ask the questions and if our guests tell us that they believe one way, that's what, that's what we go off of. It's all conversational. It's all conversational. conversational. And absolutely. If you ever listen back, back, I don't edit shit out. No, he doesn't. I'm also also my own entity as well. So like if that, if that wavers you off from me or or to me, if that wavers you off me, I don't (laughs) think we would probably would have gotten along very well to begin with. No, no. And, and that's the thing. It, it goes back to like being a fanboy. Don't be a fucking dick. If you don't like sushi said there, cool. Go on. Like the rest of his shit. Like the rest of us. It's awesome. If you can get around that, bro, you wouldn't even have known it otherwise. No, <laughs> you wouldn't have. So it's that's what I love about when we do these is we find out all these backstories. And it is so interesting to me mm-hmm. because it's our past is what makes us the people we are today. Absolutely. And it's just, I just not would... I could have rolled dice and never come up with that combo. I will uh I will find the video for you and send it to you here. It'll blow your fucking mind. Oh I yeah. Know, oh yeah. So it's pretty it's pretty again, wild. Not taking away from sushi at all, just saying that we don't side one way or another. Mm-hmm. So we don't alienate anyone who believes one way or another. Kyle. What? I believe in everything. 
I believe in Everything. Harvey Dent. Hmm? I believe in Harvey Dent. Oh. Harvey Dent. <laughs> so, um, how did you? So we 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 got a lot of music there, a lot of music stuff. So what? How did you discover streaming? What got you to where you are now? Like, made you say like, okay, now I want to do this. Um, really, dude, my brother. Okay. Uh, so he's he's eighteen now. Um, he taught me so much stuff about like YouTube. Uh, I used to sit all day long and watch like Jacksepticeye, Markiplier, PewDiePie, like all those mm-hmm. all the Titans. Um, and dude, I was just obsessed with that. I was like, this is so fucking cool. And I used it kind of as a platform to like watch uh games that I wasn't gonna play or like I didn't have the money to buy or like I didn't have the time to play it because I was like, you know, hyper asphyxiated on something else at the time. So watching like PewDiePie play Fractured Butthole, so the South Park game, was so fun to me because he played like a bunch of, you know, he played like the whole game, like not just a playthrough, like he played the, the regular game, then he played like the, the other classes and shit. I was like, I'm getting like the full experience here, like this is rad. And then watching other people play, and then I get, now I'm watching like four dudes play a game, and like this part's really funny, so like I'm waiting for this guy to get to that part so I can watch it. Like I was really fucking into it. Uh, and then... I found out like there's oh there's a live version of this called Twitch and the first I think the first my first experience was Nick Merckx <laughs> and his big fucking forehead and his nose and like <laughs> him being all lean like if you guys if you guys have never watched Nick Merckx before it looks a little bit like this he's just <laughs> that's pretty much the whole camera for that's those like of you time. not watching the YouTube video sushi was all the fucking way in it the is, camera it, there is there is no there's no bottom of the nose like nostril <laughs> vision it's like right at the tip of the nose up to the forehead and he's real close to the camera there's not a lot of back space it's really just his head in his camera box and uh i thought he was a dickhead i hated him i thought he was terrible um i didn't like watching him because i feel like he didn't do anything he was, he was just all playing the game all the time so i was always just looking at the box like are you gonna fucking talk or like what are you doing <laughs> um and then uh then i started watching um noah j456 where he would talk about how he he was doing like twitch streams and stuff that's a, a guy who does like zombies cod zombies and stuff and slowly got into like the live format summit 1g tim the tap man like pretty normal normie shit you know no nobody yeah. nobody's seeing my chat messages that's for fucking sure um but I, then I was just like super into it. I loved it because then I get to watch these people play the game that I also play when I'm not playing the game. I was, I was fucking super into that. I think that's how we kind of all got into it. Like there was a big name somewhere that like, okay, I want to watch. Like uh, Dr. Disrespect was my guy. That's who I started watching uh, just because I loved the I, that was Yeah, that was like one of the top five guys I started watching. I loved the character and, and the, you know, people didn't like him. And <laughs> I could see why for a lot of reasons. But I was like, this is so entertaining. Like this dude's over the top. He's got a character. He's selling the character. And then I went down the rabbit hole from there to to the summits and uh, then eventually like Stilly for Tarkov and then, you know, making my way through. And you get down this rabbit hole and you, you look at your sidebar whenever you pull up your own personal Twitch page and you see mm-hmm. all these people that you're following. And there's, you can kind of, I like to go back and look at it. And sometimes I clean house if somebody, I know they're not streaming anymore or anything like this or it's right. like a one-off thing. Um, but I still have a long fucking list. And it's like a going back in history for me, like 
the last several years of, oh, I remember watching this. I remember watching this. And this, this streamer led me to this one off of a raid, and I thought they were really cool, or I thought she was hot, and now I'm following them. And then, you know, <laughs> I mean, no shame. I'll admit it. There's a few on no, there. No, dude. Hey, one of my favorite things is to just leave Twitch open and wake up and then just hit the back arrow a couple times and be like, where the fuck did I go last night? Oh, yeah. Like, I'll, where did, I'll where did leave, we go? Like, where are all these gifted cell? Like, what the fuck are all these emotes I have right now? I'll That's pull what off I do of with a, the YouTube. Of a, like, I'll, you know, lark at the end of the night. I'll wake up the next morning um, and like go back and look like, where the hell am I now? Like, I love, I think that's, I love it when you wake up and the raid train has made it all the way through the night and your browser is still open and somebody's playing. And so, you know, you got passed along while you were sleeping. Oh, yeah. You're just, you're, on, you're just like on some French dude's like wow <laughs> stream. You're like, what yeah. the fuck is going on? I don't on even here? speak French. Like, I'll put my headphones this? on and I'm like, so, <laughs> am I awake or like, what's going on? So I'm the complete opposite. I got started because of Kyle watching Kyle. That's crazy. horrible way to start. So it was, it <laughs> was awful. Like it was getting kicked in the nuts, um, like repeatedly. And then I kept going back for more because I liked it. Mm -hmm. um, and then I remember one of the very first streams, because like, he, he kept telling me, come watch, come watch. I'm like, I don't understand this because I'm older than us. Just about everyone else that we play with <laughs> and i'll fucking admit i hit 42 this year fuck yeah um but i still look you know way younger than gandalf the gray over there That's um true yeah facts but he looks like my pappy <laughs> he's, he's got old chopper um you put some suspenders on you sell it son oh god you do a stream and just overalls Dude, I did a stream oh, in camouflage and blaze orange drinking bush light playing Hunter's Call of the Wild. <laughs> I'm not I above it. That one. That's, I mean, that's called cosplay. You were just cosplaying the fucking No, that's game. called the shit I had in my himself. closet from November <laughs> during deer season. Like, but, I didn't have to get much to make that happen. So one of the first streams I ever watched was Kyle playing, it was Phasmo. Oh, shit. And Diggler was in there, and you you know you got Harry's little raspy voice in there, yep. <laughs> and I'm like, who the fuck is this asshole? He's playing with. He's so mean because he kept going, hey, fucking quit, you know, Harry, quit fucking whacking off, K Sig, go sit in your goddamn corner, just you know, yelling, you know, just being Diggler. Yeah, that's Dig right there. And then I'm like, then I started listening. I'm like, this guy's actually really funny. And then it got me to find out that he streams, so I went over to him. Went over to props this stream when and then Kyle's like, hey, you got to go check out like go check out sushi, go check out body, go check out like you know all these guys. Then I got down this damn hole and then now every fucking channel I go in and start off with two hundred biddies. It's like <laughs> <laughs> my wife Lily, she keeps going. Are, did you spit? I go no. Yes. No. No. <laughs> yes. No. Maybe. I go. It's for children. Think of the children. Is this for the children? Like, and that's that's my big thing is I like to give back to the community, you know, especially those who give to me and give me something like I can forget about work or just some time to think about some shit that I don't want to think about anymore. I can lose myself in this. I think a lot of people selfishly forget that that's kind of half the reason you're turning the camera on mm -hmm. is you're to entertain. You know, when I when I first started streaming, it was I wanted to be the best at whatever stupid fucking game I was playing. I wanted to be so good at Overwatch or so good at Rainbow Six Siege. Like I wanted to be so good at that. And then you realize, like, oh, there's people that are just already so fucking good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you're What's pretty fucking salty at Rainbow. I've watched I like, it. I've watched I it on like Siege. Rainbow Six Siege. Listen, I like Rainbow Six Siege. And here's the thing: I 
have made probably every PC upgrade I made in the last, you know, three years, minus this one for that fucking game, so I could play it better or whatever. And it is the only game that I think as a shooter that I'm super confident that I can dick around and goof off and still do really well. And still I get super fucking mad when I die. Because I don't like I don't like dying in the most unconventional ways of a guy who knows a fucking seven seven of seven eighth of a fucking inch of an mm-hmm. angle where he sits back and looks out of his right eye <clears throat> and then kind of sort of waits for the wind to carry it and then shoots and it fucking dinks me in the lip and kills me. That yeah, I'm gonna be pissed <laughs> off about that, bud. I think I see that fucking one. Say, yeah, you Actually, probably have. <laughs> so, I watched one stream where you were playing that. And you caught a cheater, a guy cheating. You were playing some stream because you were sitting behind like a wall and like a shield and all this shit. And he shot through it. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. It was like one of the first times I'd ever had somebody like blatantly be cheated. Yes. And you, I have, I've watched a (laughs) lot of your streams now and I have never seen that level of frustration on you. And I was in that rust stream couple weeks back too dude there's a there's a combination of when it becomes like spite and then like mix in the fact that i feel like i'm skillful enough to deal with it like uh i if like let's say if i was like really good at warzone or something i heard that somebody was cheating in the lobby Mm -hmm. i would drop everything to be like where the fuck's he at i'll run past people to find the guy i'm like that guy's deaf this guy's not cheating fuck this kid just down him fucking leave (laughs) like i want to i want to kill the guy that cheated because i want him to fucking know that he's not good enough like Mm-hmm. But obviously he's got superhuman fucking shit. And I play this game like twice a week, so it's not gonna happen. <laughs> but like, I, that's my that's my thing, man. I I am probably if I had to sum it up in any other way other than like how I describe myself, it is the biggest shit talker with no backup ever. <laughs> like, ever, like Chris. Yeah, I no, talk no, so no. much shit with no delivery, dude. Oh, no, no, I will no. I will run my mouth until it's fucking blue, and then die or lose and then come up with something else to fucking say about it not even like an excuse just to be like yeah well you fucking needed the help of like this xyz or whatever <laughs> like i'm such a bitch glad about i can help your kd bro yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm like glad i could stat pad you pussy i'll see you next time see, no 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 that's chof you're mistaking me for oh, i'm yeah, the one i just want to not sit on my nuts when i jump so high that was the funniest that damn is thing. my goal is to not sit on my nuts so one of the first time doing that First times we got Chris into Phasmo and playing with us. And I think, I don't think you were streaming yet. (laughs) No, I wasn't yet. It was like your first time playing Phasmo and he got the living shit scared out of him. And so I can hear him (laughs) over the radio in game because we like, we try to strictly use like, I love when people do that. It's so fun. And I heard this, ah, and then I heard this, ah, (laughs) like, what? What happened? He's like, I got scared and I jumped and I sat on my nuts. Like, you did what? Oh, fuck. that happens all the time when we play Lunch Lady too. Yeah, like any of those scary games. Frightening. I like I'm gonna buy you a cup. I'm gonna buy you a cup or two. Morgan won't. Morgan won't let play Phasma with any with me anymore because I shit talk the ghosts. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I shit talk him. I tell him like, "Come on, pussy, where the fuck you at, you little bitch? Oh, you want to turn the lights on and off?" And I go and I turn the lights on and off. He's like, "I can fucking do that too, bro. You're so fucking scary." Then I leave to go get something, and then she dies. Yeah, <laughs> fucking kills her. <laughs> See, the reverse happens time. to me. I'll talk, I'll talk all this shit, and then you hear the, oh, yeah, Kasich died. Yep. Oh, God. <laughs> I, do it. I do it every time. I've done it before. Like, I was talking shit to the ghost, and she kept asking me to stop, and I was like, fine. And then I said something else, and then she's, like, in front of me. She goes around the corner, and I come around the corner, and she's, you see her, like, dying. <laughs> 
That is too fucking funny. I got, well, I've got we'll, some great death clips I'll have to show you. Better yeah, we'll, we'll be playing sushi, and like I've got a character that I play. It's super positive Asian Roland Chang. <laughs> and he'll be super positive till I get really scared. Then I'll forget that I'm super positive Roland Chang. I'm like, no, no. Yeah. Get the shit out of myself. <laughs> I rolled my ankle one time. How? <laughs> I jumped. I sat on my nuts and rolled my ankle at the same time. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kyle heard that one because I was oh I was like crying that. on that one. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean that's, that's, that's too my good. Thing. So um, you know, now that we this is the Chris and Kyle show and not that sushi's here, let's get back to sushi. <laughs> so uh, we kind of brief we kind of hit on that on your love of streaming. Um, and this is a great transition into this. So it's a twofer. Okay. How did you discover one your love of streaming, and then how did that influence your decision? What was the main decision to transition from music to streaming? Mm, well, I think, I mean, my first like couple of streams ever were were on like my PlayStation, mm -hmm. just like for the hell of it i think we i think i did like two or three game battles one time and then i played a game called uh let it die mm -hmm. and that was kind of like my knowing like of how like kind of how it works but i never really dove into it um i actually had wanted to stream for i want to say four years of my like music career really like towards the end definitely like before i even had written the very last album that i was a part of in that band i wanted to be streaming like wow. i took i took a check that i had gotten from a uh from a job that i had had and it was like a construction kind of thing <laughs> so if, if you guys aren't familiar with construction jobs in the winter times or in the very wet seasons you are not going to work more than likely unless you have a lot of tenure or something like that you're probably not going to be making any money and so i took like the very last check that i had gotten from that and i decided that i was going to go buy a pc that i found on facebook marketplace uh went and grabbed this pc in my company truck by the way <laughs> and then drove it back to my house and then drove the truck back to work um but like the the whole time that i was like writing music and stuff that's what i want i wanted to stream i wanted to play games i wanted to be live i wanted to be trying that and i think it comes kind of back to like what i was saying like i just had run out of i'd run out of the gas that was required for me to want to write music for me to want to uh play songs and stuff like the very last album that we had i can't even tell you what some of the songs are about mm -hmm. like all i can't tell you what all of them are about for sure i can tell you what some are but I can tell you halfway through writing that album, I had zero passion to continue doing it. Really? I had no, I had no desire to tour that album at all. That was one of the larger, the larger reasons for me leaving was that I had no desire to tour with that album. I didn't wow. want to. I didn't want to play out. I didn't want to play it live. I didn't like the album. I wasn't, I wasn't proud of it. I wasn't happy with it. I wasn't impressed by it. So I, I knew that was, that was my time to go with it. And, you know, we had already, we had finished it. Like, and I, I had expressed this like once or twice and we had finished it. Um, 
I was like, I think it's I think it's time to start something else. I think it's definitely time to to start streaming. And uh I think I fell in love with it when I kind of started taking it less serious. Mm-hmm. And I started just kind of being goofy and doing the shit that I that I normally like to do that I that I normally do with it. I think that's when I was really happy with it overall. Like it was I can't I can't really throw it back to a a specific moment but i think it's i think it had probably something to do with with just having a group of people who like we played various games siege what the fuck ever just goofing off mm-hmm. and knowing that those are all people that i had met through streaming they weren't any of my friends they weren't anybody that i knew prior like do when i started streaming i messaged like all my music homies not a fucking one of them. Even to this day, people, like, I know maybe four IRL people that watch me. Really? That's it. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. Like, I had, you know, I had thousands of people on certain social medias and stuff like that and never got a single one of them to come over. Now, again, this was a different place. It wasn't as normalized. Like, Twitch wasn't, a, like, a household name kind of thing. Right. Not that it really is now, but you know what I mean. Um. I think, yeah, I think when I fell in love with it was really like just being like, damn, it's four o'clock in the morning and I just had a fun ass night of laughing my ass off with fucking four people that I never would have met if it wasn't for this website. Right. And maybe seven people saw that whole evening. I feel better That's about awesome. it. Yeah. Would, so, you know, you said you did vocals. Were you like, you were lead vocals, right? Were you yes. lead? Okay. So, were you. Was it an easy transition to take that, take those like front man skills and carry that over into Twitch? Like, do you, is there, was, did that help your transition when you, like, when you say you stopped being so like serious about things, right? So I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm assuming here, you can tell me if I'm wrong. You went from trying to be the, trying to be a, like a competitive content streamer to being a entertaining streamer absolutely um i mean when i first started streaming it was very much the effect i think a lot of people take the streaming is like turn it on and people will show up Mm. and they don't (laughs) (laughs) nobody nobody and uh nope i kind of kept taking that to the effect of like well if they're not showing up that's because i'm not playing like good enough or whatever so like i would get clips of all kinds of stuff and then I kind of slowly started to see as like a lot of the stuff that gets clipped in my channel was like funny shit. Like it's funny stuff that happens. Like funny stuff organically happens. And the the transition, like funny enough, when I first transitioned to um, like when I first started streaming, I was in, it was me and my ex-girlfriend who lived in an apartment together, kind of like a relatively small apartment. But it was a lot of like me whispering because I wasn't trying to like wake her up. Mm-hmm. or i wasn't trying to be like too fucking loud or whatever that's that very slowly unsheathed itself to the point where i would get text messages like you are being so fucking loud and i just go mm. like just part of it i don't know what you i don't know what you fucking want from me yeah i'm just i'm a loud person like my voice carries what do you want <laughs> but like i spent a lot of money on a lot of money on like soundproofing for that very reason it's just not fucking helping so what do you want from me um the the transition to like being uh, someone who was playing live shows and things like that to uh, being on the microphone and entertaining people. It was pretty seamless. I don't think I struggled with that. I don't think I struggled with uh, being able to talk to people. It was more or less of like knowing 
uh, when to engage, and then obviously uh, cultivating an audience to engage uh, is that I, you know, I think that's the the normal struggle that most people can attach themselves to. But once that like kind of started to roll, and once that started happening, and I had people there to have fun with and like to play off of and shit like that, I don't think I I don't think I stutter stepped on that. I think it was all pretty. It all kind of laid itself out for me. What part are we on, Kyle? <laughs> there and we, we just uh, went over the uh, leveraging the skills. Yep, the so, and I think you tell us quite a bit about your like, probably get a good vibe about your channel, right? Now, just from that, that it's an entertainment channel. It's not a competitive. All play for the through. sake of funny, bro. All for the sake of funny. All for the sake of funny. Every dude, I'll, I'll I don't care if I'm having the best game of my life. I'm about to set like a world record and something for like a kill thing in a video game bro i will throw it if it means it's hilarious like mm -hmm. there's a reason i have there's a reason i have like a fucking channel point reward that makes me have to fucking do this <laughs> for 15 <laughs> seconds there's another you know i have a fucking i gotta do jazz hands for 30 seconds and shit like all I, for I, entertainment all for the yeah absolutely like that's the thing i want to do I, I want it to be entertaining i want it to be fun like we had a we had a, an idea to do like a painting stream where Chad is just going to, in a sub-only section of the Discord, we're going to drop a picture for a reference, and I, we get 12 pictures. So there's 12 pics, everybody votes on them, and then somebody has the master file of all 12, and then it gets dropped in, in there, and I have to paint whatever the hell that is. But I am the only things I'm drinking the entire time are a glasses and or bottles of wine while I am dressed as Bob Ross, which my hair can get very poofy, nice. so I can naturally make it that poofy. So all I gotta do is wear my blue shirt that I have over there and a pair of jeans, and then I fucking sit here and I paint stupid shit, and then we're gonna hang them up. <laughs> like, we had an idea to do that. A cook, like, we had the idea to do a cooking stream, which kind of fell through, but we're still wanting to do that. Like, a hot tub thing. I didn't have to do that. That was amazing, a hot tub stream, though. But it was so fun and so low budget and low <laughs> effort, but so fucking funny. Like, dude, it was so, I literally started that stream and went, I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm just hoping that this is fun because I have nothing planned. Well, you did a you did a food challenge with Keeks once, didn't you? Mm -mm. you? I never got to do any of I thought of you those. did a food challenge with her. Okay. No, I challenged that little bitch to a, a hundred <laughs> different ones because I told her I'd smack her shit, but she never fucking never really oh, hit me up she on. She loves them. those food challenges. Dude, I'd crush on those things. I heard the I heard something about it, like a large pizza and whatever. Like, dude, I will smash a pizza and you will look so confused as to why I'm still hungry. <laughs> <laughs> it is it's unreal. <laughs> Um, so let's talk about on that, your stream. What have been like, if you could pick two, what have been the two favorite streams that you have done? Mm. Two that just stand out to you. That hot tub stream was so much fun, man. It was a great stream. I'm not going to really lie. That was. I, that was so, I was crying. I was laughing so hard. It was so fun to just I literally that was like the most absolute raw like nothing is distracting me from doing everything that i was doing like i was just doing all of that because it was just popping into my head to be funny like if i ever had to like sit down if i just sat down or something like that because mm -hmm. i was just thinking i was like what can i do right now that's funny like what do i have in front of me that i could do like that i think <clears throat> really and really we ended that stream because i just ran out of ideas <laughs> that was it i could the stream was over because i was just like i got i have nothing else i can think of right now and like i feel like it's kind of like you know i got the stage light i've been up here too long and my i have no more jokes and like, I'm let's just run it yeah let's just run it that's my time folks like you know what i mean just run it out um 
man, that and probably one of the earlier drunk out streams, uh, which used to be called Drunk Zone, or Vice. I don't know, damn, it's been so long. I don't know which one came first. Uh, drunk, drunk out was first, and then, um, and if I could supplement that with a drunk zone that I've done with Trevor, um, Trevor's gone mad. Mm. The the drunk zone thing was probably it's not an original idea by any means. It's two fucking white kids getting fucking drunk on the internet playing a video game. Like that's not fucking new. But the way we did it was so like our first couple were so unhinged with no rules or caps. When I say we're drinking and playing a video game, I'm talking like six to eight hours of taking shots. Oh over shit. And over. <laughs> I got so drunk last one night. I drank a whole bottle of Jameson, and good choice. Was, by the way, I was so well, I'll never drink it again after this. <laughs> I I drank the whole bottle, and to to in the middle of the competition, I was like, I should probably I'm trying to eat some crackers or something. So I ate some crackers while we were playing, and then that stream was over. Cut to black because I can't remember. Uh, I remember trying to get up and go to the bathroom which felt like I took seven or eight right turns and then a sharp left when it's really just out. It's a up, left from my chair, out a door, left into the bathroom. Not really sure how many you turns took I detour. took to get there. Oh, yeah. Uh, got there, tried to throw up, couldn't. Felt great. Went back to my room, sat on the floor, had a fan on me, felt wonderful. And then just, bleh, all right, on my legs, threw up on my legs. The next day, by the way, I had to move out of my apartment. Uh, I was supposed to. I was supposed to be moving out of my apartment that day. Someone didn't get their uh, deposit back. Uh, no. <laughs> and then uh, I had never felt, I had never had a hangover up until that point. And I had thought I was dying. I thought this, I thought it was the end. I was oh. like, this is it. Like, I'm dead. Trev, give you your first. I, I, I no, not Trev. It was a, a buddy oh. of mine. His name's Straight Creepin'. Um, I, I, I thought I was dying. Like, I, I couldn't move. I felt sick. I was like shaking. I felt cold. I tried to eat McDonald's and you know when you're just like, you know when you can't put food in your mouth yeah. but you're hungry? Couldn't do it, couldn't put the food in my mouth. Then went to go get like Mexican food to like maybe just really just pat the grease up in there. <laughs> like I'm sitting at the table and to my right was like a, a tennis match that was on the TV and every time I looked at it, it made me feel sick. So I couldn't look at that and it was loud and I hated it. <laughs> it was so, and it was like, this is like a five hour process of this happening. And then on top of that, I had to clean up all the vomit that's still on the floor <laughs> because because when I threw up on my on my legs, I just I just like brushed it off of me and then went and like washed my legs and then went and got in bed and then woke up the next day to my ex girlfriend being mad at me because there was vomit on the floor, rightfully so by the way. But my, I got mad at her because she opened the door. I had the door closed, and I was like, "Why'd you open the door? Like I did that so you wouldn't see that." And she said, and then I was. Like, that's your fault. Like, I did that for you, and then you get mad because, like, I tried to keep that from, like, being a problem for you. I did this for you. Yeah, I did. And, uh, it's like the little kid, and you're like, did you clean your room? You're like, don't go in there. Don't go in there. You're, like, yeah, holding the door. Don't, like, you're supposed to clean was, your room. I was, I was drunk sleeping, so I couldn't stop that from happening. But I did get woken up to a very, a very angry woman about why there was vomit on the floor. So I don't um, mean to laugh at your alcohol poisoning story. <laughs> I'm, I've got but no I am. I'm at it. No, laugh at it, bro. Um, 
I similar similar situation to a buddy who had a whole bottle of Kraken. If you've ever seen a big bottle of that, those oh are big. shit, that's the yeah. only thing I've ever blacked out to was Kraken. These are one of those. This is one of those twelve hour nights where we were getting real drunk. He was so drunk that he wasn't speaking English to me. He was just like yelling like gibberish at me, and he he was like a point down. It was overtime, and all he needed me to do was die, and he would win. And he was so drunk that he didn't realize that he was spec. This is on blackout, Call of Duty blackout. And he was spectating the <laughs> other, like another guy, like not me. And that guy got hit by a car and he thought that he had won. So he jumped up and he ripped his shirt off like a fucking wrestling promo, like ripped it open. <laughs> and was like so excited. And I was just giggling because I don't know what he's like making all this noise about. <clears throat> and then I won. And then I was like celebrating. And he was like, what are you celebrating for? I was like, because I just won. And he goes, no, you didn't. You got hit by a car. I was like, no. I did it. That wasn't me. Drunk ass was watching the wrong guy. Dude, it's one of my favorite <laughs> clips I think I've ever seen on Twitch. Like that, those are probably my favorite because it was so, like that turned into a thing that was like very organized and well put together and like had all this shit, but it was so raw and stupid and just so fucking, so not safe and so well, like just, well put together with stupidity, but not put together at all. It was just so much fun. One of the favorite streams I've seen of yours is <clears throat> I'm trying to find it, but I can't find it now again. <clears throat> you introduced me to you were just it was uh, one of your music listening streams where you oh, going the off music YouTube. streams. Those are fun, yeah. <clears throat> and it was an anime girl, like Mento Mar. I forget what her name is. It's like this animated computer animated Japanese idol anime Code idol. Miko? Was who is it? Is it Code Miko? Wait, wait, wait. You're talking, no. about, you're talking about a music video? Yeah. And it's kind <laughs> of a music video, but she just hits it rapping. Wait, what the fuck are you talking about? It was, I'm trying to find it again because I couldn't stop watching it for like a month. Was it something I was reacting to like it was something I had never seen? I think so. Yeah, because that sounds like something I would be real fucking excited about, but I would have never probably seen it on my own. But it was I bet sent I bet Sente probably sent that to me, my little fucking weed mod. <laughs> but it was amazing because it was just like the, one of the coolest things I've ever seen. God, it's gonna come to me when they're middle. Kyle, it's, go I on bet, to this. I bet if I bet if you go to the jam section of the Discord, you'll huh. see it because that's where all the music is. I bet that's, that's where all the, that's where everything I get, you'll find it in there for sure. Kyle, go on. I'm gonna yeah, I'm on we'll a mission a little to find bit. this too. <laughs> so uh we're hitting Twitch. Are you are you strictly Twitch? Are you doing anything on YouTube? Or are you considering I do doing make anything? content on YouTube? I make a lot of content on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Um it's uh YouTube is like scary to me, man. Cause like um funny enough, right? Like I don't have like a you can't really put me in a box in Twitch, right? You can't you yeah. can't really say like he does this. Like it's it's I finally hit the spot that I wanted to with it where it's like you just have to fucking see it. Yeah. Right? You don't you don't you can't really box me in there. YouTube feels like I'm not allowed to do that. And I don't know why. I don't know why I feel that way. I don't know why I can't put up stuff that's just kind of whatever the fuck I want to put up there. Like, I feel like I have to have like this, like niche, like nice box with a bow, like set up, presented to you kind of thing. And it frustrates me because I, I get, I get this like mentality of like, well, there's definitely people who've already made a video about this and they did it way better and it's got way more views. So why the fuck would I waste my time and make it? But then I argue with myself, like, there's plenty of fucking stupid white kids from the coast who like anime or fucking dumb and fat <laughs> with a fucking ponytail that also play video games on this Twitch website, you moron. So, like, why don't you do something? And then 
I forget to make YouTube content. So like I, I got a handful of videos, R6 shit up there. Uh, we started making it like an Apex series for new players to come in because like the last two seasons of Apex have been really um, like new player, like welcoming and stuff, especially yep. since a lot at the time of like recording this, a lot of uh, Warzone streamers have quit to play Apex strictly. Really? really? Yeah. Um, like Tim the Tatman, Nick Merckx, Courage JD, uh, Klopsky, like they all literally today announced they're like, they're like, I will not play that fucking game anymore. Just because like, dude, Apex is just so awesome now? I mean, Apex is just, it's fantastic. It's not without its own bugs and problems and things like that for sure, but it is not uh, infested and festering with garbage like Warzone is. Not saturated yeah. is. Well, and you get those big games. It's definitely saturated. saturated for sure. It's definitely, especially now with how much they've been playing the game, there's plenty of people who are going to be like, time to switch. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But there is, it is, it's just not as many, like they were talking about how they load up for their first game of the day and they were like, there's three cheaters in the lobby. Who wants to play that game? Yeah. That's no fun. No. And they, that's what they said. They're like, it's not fun. We're not having fun. It's not fun to make content on it. So why the fuck are we playing it? So we're not. He's like, I'm not going to upload videos of it on YouTube anymore. I'm not going to play it on stream. I'm over it. He's like, I'll come back to it maybe to check updates out and shit like that. But other than that, you ain't going to catch me doing it. And that is crazy. <laughs> That's crazy to hear those dudes go, no, no more. This game now. Yeah. I'm about catching people doing things. So, like your schedule, like throughout the week, do you, do you have a, like an hour? I know we probably don't always or aren't always as like, organized as we want to be but is there like how many hours a week do you try to stream or do you just kind of go with it um i know you had a pretty solid schedule there for a long time so. um i mean I, I have a pretty solid schedule overall like i just i just started uh some side business shit just to like make some extra money that's been making me exhausted to stream yep um but the uh i stream about a, i try to stream over 100 hours a month Damn. That's what I go for. I try to go for that. Uh, I usually fall like 10 hours short from time to time. Um, last month, we had 101, so I was pretty satisfied with that. And like this month, I I want to try to be in like the 120s, somewhere around there, but still not, you know, not waste a bunch of, I don't want to have a bunch of dead air right. time streaming either. Like, you know, I don't want to stream till like three in the morning with no one in chat, but it still says like 20 viewers or whatever because everyone's sleeping. Like, I don't want to do that. I found the song. Did you? Was <laughs> it in the jam section? No, it's uh, Calliope Mori, Deadbeats. Oh, let's take a look here. You were watching it, and this got me hooked because this girl can't what's, just... what's the date on it? Can you see the date behind it on uh, the post? I can't. I found it on YouTube, though. <laughs> oh, you found it on YouTube? Yep, yep. Send me, a little, send, me a little, send me a little DM there. Yeah, hold on. I bet if I see like a thumbnail, I'll be like, oh, shit, I know what this is. Yeah, my I, I try to stream like uh at least at least a hundred hours. Um eighty is okay, seventy is not enough for me. I think seventy uh, uh, is a slacking situation to me. Uh for me, very specific to me. Um because I used to do like 12, 16 hour, like that was every single day. I would do that every day. Twelve to sixteen hour streams, no question, no like no, no nothing. That was what I was doing. So you have your your hour. Your, like your monthly hourly goes goals you hit and we all 
also do this too. We have our, you know, our subs, our bits, our tips, even if we don't have them up on our overlay, like some of us will have sub goals, some of us have tip goals, all this, whatever. But in the back of our mind, we're, we're thinking like, if I want to have it out there, there's a goal. Like, how do you set your goals for? Yeah. That's a great subs, question. Bits, uh, tips. That is a good question. Um, Cause I think a lot of people kind of just do it blindly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, and I in no way, shape or form claim to know what the fuck it is I'm doing out here. I just know it's working for me. Um, and if anybody ever asks me anything, I will give them the advice of stuff that has worked for me. And that's simple as that. That's how it's worked. Um, but for me, I, I used to do a follower incentive when I was trying to get my followers up, I'd put it in my title. I'd put where I'm at versus where I'm trying to get. And then when we beat that, we'd up it. Um, I up it usually by like 20 at the most 10, 20, somewhere in that area. Every time you hit it or, or. Like every weekly. time I hit it, okay. Every time I hit it, every time I hit it, we'll we'll up it from there. I don't I don't really do the weekly thing because I feel like that's a way to gauge uh, myself unfairly mm-hmm. because your your consistency week to week. While it would be nice to be consistent every single week on the way that it works, when you share a lot of viewership like I do with a lot of different people, like Kasig does, like guy, when you guys when we share people who watch each other and people who know each other you tend to put yourself in a position where if you're going to sit and wait uh, week to week for that to be a thing, you're putting yourself in a position that's not fair because one week somebody could be doing, somebody in your circle could be doing something, you know, extravagant, like uh, Bearsy doing a, 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 a drag stream, right? That thought, wouldn't be I missed fair. that too. He did one. It was so I, great. I, I hate it was that so I great. that. Wait, I spent half my stream, stream watching it. Yeah, Bears, yeah. did the drag stream. Half of my half of my stream was watching his. It was fucking great. Um, oh, I'm sorry, I missed that. It was so fucking funny, dude. I think, but I think like, that goes back to like the networking thing, though, because we all know each other and we have our circles mm-hmm. overlap. Absolutely, indefinitely, yeah. And and the, if, if you if you if you have somebody doing something like really extravagant, and you have some like weekly goal or something like that, it's not going to happen hmm. because people are people are. You know they're 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 priming up to make that event spectacular for that specific person. If you, I think if you're doing it right, and I think you do it right, um, that you have you have your circle, you have your like I said, our circles overlap like quite a bit. Uh, my circle, your circle, Guyver's circle, all these other guys that my we, circle. Who we kidding? My circle's your fucking circle. No, you got your own circle. <laughs> but um, if you're doing it right, you're and it, it's networking with a a good intent and a good per a good purpose of supporting those people in your circle because then their people see that then they come absolutely back. you know I, th- I think it goes to that you know if you're gonna if you got 15 people in stream and you're gonna drop a raid are you gonna drop it on the guy that has 12 people or are you gonna drop it on the big guy that has 7500 people watching him you can drop no. it on that guy that has 12. absolutely because a he, he's going to be able to communicate with those people and those people are going to feel like they actually get to know this person you're dropping yeah. it on. But like for me, like with goals and things like that, like I've always, I've, I'm very fortunate to have uh, a community that like, if I set up uh, a certain like sub goal or something like that, like there's a good chance we'll hit it. Um, something that Morgan tells me all the time is I sell myself short and it's because I, I'm not that I'm weird about taking people's money or anything like that. I, uh, that took me a long time to be able to, I used to put up goals specifically for things 
And then I would buy those things. And then I would like, like my first capture card sitting in here somewhere with like five people's names written on it because they bought, they like paid for me to get a capture card. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. So it was, it was fucking insane. Like that, that kind of stuff to me is always crazy until I started really like making money on Twitch and then being able to buy like, you know, stupid shit or like gag stuff for certain streams or whatever. Right. Um, you know, I never, I never felt super comfortable like paying a phone bill with like, uh, you know, tips and shit like that. Like, I still don't really like doing that. I'd rather use my, my Twitch check than use like donos or something. Um, but like I, I have, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm very fortunate, man. Like I got, I got a lot of really cool people that are, that are very, very like on it. If we see like a silly goal or something like that. But I also, I think the, the, the important thing when I set goals, whether like we'll, we'll talk about donation goals. When I set a dono goal, it is something that we all get to do. If I set a dono goal, it is something we all get to do. Um, like the, the hot tub stream. The hot tub stream actually happened because I set a dono goal and in like six minutes, it was fucking done. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Because they had bothered me about it for like months. <laughs> and I was like, all right, motherfucker, let's go. Yeah, we'll throw it out there. Yeah, I'll, I'll throw it out there. Threw it up, done. Immediately done. I was like, okay, guess we're fucking doing that. So then we went on Amazon. We went shopping for goofy shit. And I was like, I'm not going to show you guys everything. I want some of it to be a surprise. Um, and then, you know, we set up goals on that too. We set goals up on that for, you know, like to change outfits and do silly shit like that. And we hit a good chunk of those. Like my birthday thing, the same way. Dude, I shaved my beard I remember on that. my birthday. Yeah, sad, I, did a, I did a 24 hour, day. I did a subathon thing that ended up being like two and a half days long. I had to shave my beard. Like I put stuff up on there that normally I'm like, fuck, that would super suck to do. But like also if you guys are again it comes right back to it like if you're gonna spend your money that you spend you know eight to ten hours a day doing then come home and spend a little bit of time hanging out with me and you're gonna take that money and you're gonna send it to me to shave my fucking beard off we're gonna make that fantastic mm. we're obviously gonna make that a fucking show like 100 percent. and that's i think that to me like yeah yeah sub goal is like cool if you're going to give them something for hitting the sub goal, not just to have it there to hit it. Uh, I mean, Trev's been doing that a lot lately. Um, Trevor's gone mad. He's been, he's been putting up sub goal saying like, we're going to hit this. We're going to do this. And he even said something about it today. He was like, I'm not really good at coming up with something to do, but I, I want to come. If you guys have ideas for shit, like, let me know. Cause I want to do more stuff for you guys for that. And that, that really, that is really what it is. Like giving them something like you're already giving them the content and they're already giving you their time as payment. If they're going to give you anything monetary, you better fucking send it back to them tenfold with something that they're going to fucking remember in the morning and still be giggling about. If that's your jam, you know what I mean? If that's your style, like, then you absolutely better send it over the top. Like a hot tub or a Sailor Moon cosplay or yep. the Daisy That's Duke what we used stream. to do them with. The Sailor Moon cosplay was actually a channel points thing. Hmm? Back when I was making really good money at my, at my fucking job job, we would, buy, we would just buy cosplays and people would hit them. I dressed up as one of my viewers one time because that's what he wanted me to be. That's like, awesome. I, he hit it. He hit it, and I was like, what do you want me to be? He said, me. <laughs> I was like, you fucking narcissist. He goes, you're goddamn right. Here's everything I want you to do. <laughs> I, bought a gray, I bought a gray, long, silky wig with black glasses and a black T-shirt, and I put my hat on backwards, and I had to talk with a southern accent because he's from down south. That's that what me? I had to do. No, that wasn't me. And that's, that's the true definition of giving back. That's the true definition of knowing your viewers and wanting to 
not just entertain them, but be part of their lives to me. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, man. There's so many of my viewers that I know very like, you know, very like fundamentally like down to the, to the wire of like, like good shit, bad shit's been going on in their lives. Like, you know, the day to day, they, they got this job, they lost that job. They're having a bad week because of this or they're sick or whatever. Like, and God, you know, God forbid at the same time, like cross your fingers and hope that we reach a level where, I'm not able to do that, but I'll still be able to reach out to those people that I remember being around, you know, at these, you know, smaller points where I can still hit them up and be like, Hey man, like I saw you in chat. Like, appreciate you hanging out today. Like, how you doing? Like, how's the, how's the kids? Like how the, how's the wife, whatever. Like I'll, I'll still, I will always bust my ass to try to do shit like that for sure. I will always try to do that shit, but like, there's no reason to not get to know those people. It's, cra- it's crazy to me that there's people that have, have you know, 10 month, resubs in some channels and the motherfucker doesn't even know a damn thing about him mm. kyle um <laughs> what i know all <laughs> seven of you guys so. I, love that. I love that like um uh, like talking about being hands-on and stuff um we'll talk about like the visual side of what you do and we'll talk about the visual side of streaming then we'll go to the, the other side in a minute so like the design side so mm-hmm. i know you have merch and you have some pretty sweet merch because i've got some Thank you. Um, and then overlays. So do you design your own merch and overlays or do you farm that out? So my my first like few interactions of it were like nerd or die, um, mm-hmm. different places like that, which I really did enjoy. I, I enjoyed the nerd or die stuff. Um, then I found somebody on Twitch with the exact same thing I had. And I was like, oh my God, That's I happen. hate that. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, but I hated it. Um, so after that, I started like asking people in different communities who I found out like do commission work or whatever and be like, Hey, can you make this or make that? And they would, and they would make stuff that's really cool. Like, I I don't think I've ever had anything that I disliked by any means. Um, until recently when I started playing with a lot of stuff, like I'm really antsy with my shit, man. I like to make it all the time. Like even right now I could, I would be pretty comfortable with tearing everything down the way it looks now and starting and like making a new thing but i do really like what i have um a because i really enjoy the way that it was done uh b because morgan did it uh <laughs> me and Mor- me and morgan sat yeah. for i want to think like a couple of days and like kind of carved all this shit out until like be the way that it is and look the way that it is and then placement was kind of just like me farting around shit and looking at it um same with merch though a lot of it is stuff that I come up with and I, I kind of do on my own. And then there's, I think there's a handful of designs that she's done uh, very specifically. A lot, a lot of, there's, there's not a lot of designs, but there's a handful that are actually taken from assets that are used like on stream, whether it's uh, certain scenes, backgrounds, or like um, different pieces of the art in total. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff on there with those like kind of pulled apart and like made into some intricate little merch ideas and shit. But it's, I don't know, man. I, I I've tried the Fiverr route stuff, and it's very like copy paste. Especially being somebody who edits videos and edits different things like that, like and and has like a background, and not really a background, but like has spent a couple <clears throat> of years doing that. I can see, like I've gotten the fucking email about the pack of assets that your ass bought for eighty five dollars. That then you're turning around and flipping, and just doing a color change and inserting somebody's logo and putting a chrome finish on it and charging that guy, you know, sixty bucks for. It. Like I know what you're doing. I lucked out. But I also I also own a piece, a couple of pieces that I've had somebody do that for me. 
until I realized what it is that they're doing. Like it, it, it's, you know, it's a give and take, but it also comes with like, you didn't do a whole lot of reading. You didn't do a whole lot of research. I, I lucked out so hard with mine that with my little logo that paid some dude in Pakistan, like, like seven bucks. And it just turned out <laughs> great. Like, it looks good, dude. I like it. I'm like, this is what I want to do. And he's like, you like this? I'm like, well, I'll make this little change. He's like, okay. And then like, Two days later, I'm like, yeah, it looks good. Here's your seven bucks. And he was happy. I was happy. And I just, uh, I, I'm, I've heard those horror stories. Are you talking about things being duplicated? And yeah, and you just see the same thing. You're like, Shit, I want, you know, I, I actually, I kind of became friends with a guy who I, I, I ran into on Twitch and he was just like playing old school RuneScape. And I was like, yo, we have the same overlays. And he goes, no shit. And I was like, yeah, man, it's fucking crazy. Like same colors and everything. He goes, I'll change mine if you want me to, man. Like, I was like, no, 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 dude, you're good. Like, I already started, like, making some other shit or whatever, and then I started hanging out with him for, like, a couple, I think for, like, a couple weeks, I was hanging out on his channel all the time. Oh, he made a friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about, we, we did overlays. Let's talk about your audio and video equipment choices. Um, specifically, did your background in music influence any of your audio choices? Because I'm sure you know a lot more audio than a lot of other people would yes um i knew i knew the way i sounded i knew the way i liked to sound in a microphone um i actually rec i've only recorded on one of these which i use the sure sm7b i only recorded on this one time ever um i recorded on like a forty-five thousand dollar microphone one time that i got told if i touch it i'd be in a lot of trouble and it yeah. looked crazy like you know the shock mount things yeah, like yeah. people have it was like a big one, like the size of like a fucking SUV door that it was like sitting in. I was like, this looks like it's like in a chrysalis, like it's fucking crazy. <laughs> but like, um, and that thing could hear like your hair growing. It was so <laughs> preposterous. Um, awesome. I, but I knew the way that I like to sound on <clears throat> a microphone. I don't sound much different off of this thing. Um, if anything, this thing drives me insane because I can kind of hear I can kind of hear this fan sometimes mm -hmm. and it pisses me off. That's oh. why it's turned the way that it is. Um, that drives like, me insane too. Not, yes. not your fan, but when I hear like, yeah, it, it drives me. I, no one else fan, can hear it. And when I hear Guyver's fan, I about lose my shit. No, no <laughs> one else. No one else can hear it, but I can. And it, because I monitor myself in mm -hmm. my, with my go XLR. So when I first started, you know, I had the shirt or the uh, snowball, you know, USB mic. Mm -hmm onto the uh, at 2020 usb really enjoyed that and then bought a yamaha something 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 big ass fucking four channel thing no idea what i was doing with that thing uh had to use like virtual cables and all kinds of shit which is so fucking confusing voice meter and all that fun stuff and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then uh got rid of that thing when the go xlr came out because i got mine for like 100 bucks cheaper than what it was originally retailing for nice um and then like fucking god bless go xlr a thing has made it a fucking dream to be able to do anything but i definitely have tweaked like what the go xlr and what this microphone has sounded like a lot to a point where i i like the way that it is and i would definitely notice if it was like even tweaked like a little bit mm -hmm. um but something i mean something like even back when i had the at 2020 and shit like that like we'd play siege and i would say like hey what's up guys on uh, you know, on Siege while everybody's loading up, it would be like probably at least two people going, is that your real voice? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, it is. And they're like, what the fuck? 
And then people, yeah, and then it would turn into like, can you say this? And they would make me like say shit. And I was giggling my ass off trying to say it for them. Um, so the the choice was always, that's kind of what I was asking before at the top of the podcast, like what the, what different audio stuff is. Cause I'm kind of, I wouldn't say complacent. I'm not complacent with my audio stuff, but I feel like I could do better. Like I could have better gear. I just don't know anything right now that's worth it in the sense of like it would have to blow like if i'm going to spend that kind of money with that kind of price tag it would have mm. to blow the xlr like away yeah and then which right. i don't feel like that would go under the radar at least under mine i don't feel like i would not know that that exists unless it's just not something that's like hand in hand with like in the, in the streaming community kind of thing which is kind of hard to figure out sometimes well with the the compression and the bit rate that you get on twitch like this is probably about as good as we're going to sound you know probably i mean on all honesty like and, and even in a partnered position i don't think no. you get much better because i i've seen people with microphones that cost more than again i've ever spent on a fucking car and i'm like you don't sound crazy good mm-hmm. you might sound a little better somebody that, right and and those are people not too enough that I, to, yeah those are people too that i know like they understand their voice like this like the sm7b I don't think would do super well for a lot of people. And I think a lot of people don't understand that or unless, unless you're going to run, uh, you know, some really good gear and understand how it works to make it work for your voice. But I think a lot of people just grab a microphone that they see a lot, or they grab a mic that they think is really good. They're like, this is a good mic. I know it is because X, Y, Z, I'm going to buy it. And then like, I hate it. And it's like, because you didn't get a mic for your voice. You got, you just got a mic based on what the fuck it is you're listening to. Like I could get like the, um, the, what is it? The roadster mic or whatever it is. The pod mic. I could get a, I could get a pod mic, but I, I would, I would, I would be popping a lot. Like my, like my bottom lips fucking huge. So like I, I fucking flub words all the time and shit. It would sound terrible for me. It would sound bad. And I, I would sound like gravelly and I would not, my bass wouldn't carry it would almost sound like you're listening to me through through a radio on the other side of a shitty wall in an apartment no matter how much i unless i wanted to boost the gain up really like really well and like yeah. kind of fiddle around with it then you would hear me like if i move my mouse or something you'd hear it smack or you'd hear me like you know playing with this little fucking thing or something like that or every time i move that around you'd hear it more off like it would just be a lot versus what i'm able to get with this which just kind of fucking sucks everything into it and unless I want you to hear shit, you're, you're not going to hear it. Yeah. Well, that's, that's tuning into your voice. I think that's your, mm-hmm. the music background helps with that a lot. Absolutely. Like a lot. So, I also don't have to project as much with this microphone, which is why my voice sounds the way that it is. Cause if I'm projecting, then I'm, I'm using more air, which is going to make my, you know, it's gonna make my voice go up, which doesn't sound like this. But if I have to have a microphone that's projecting, so it's loud. So it's to the point where you can hear me and understand me. Well, then that changes my that changes the way you hear me entirely. You lose that um, conversational side yeah. of it, that oh, easy yeah, to absolutely. talk stuff. Yeah, it sounds like I was shouting at you all the time. Yeah. So, uh, just back on streaming, like we talked a little bit about goals and things like that. What's mm-hmm. your what's your so everybody that's listening that's that's hung out with this uh, mm-hmm. this far and thank you guys for sticking around as long as you have. Um, what's your schedule right now? What what is sushi's current stream schedule wednesday thursday friday and saturday at 6 p.m est so whenever you feel like 
Yeah, yeah. There's usually no cutoff really. Um, for for me to to cut off the stream is like, we got a lull. Nobody's really chatting. We're just kind of kicking it, or I'm tired, or I've had enough of getting my ass beat, and we're done. It's uh, I would say four to six hours average. Any more than that, you know, it's like a weekend or something like that. Fridays, Saturdays tend to be kind of long as fuck, but like uh, Wednesday, Thursday is kind of like you know a little four hour. Here and there maybe a three if it's like just kind of real chill on a weekday kind of right. jam so what's your there's sushi schedule make mm -hmm. sure you go give him a follow yep make sure you go hang out do yourself a favor go hang out in his when he's streaming it's it's an experience it's not just you're going to watch someone fucking play video games. It's, I'll make it worth your while. It's experience. I, I tell you that hot tub stream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a blast, dude. It was so much fun. So on that, what are kind of like when we wrote this? Is his favorite games like all time? Or are you? Yeah, I'm just kind of curious. Like, you know, like a couple of your favorite games. Like we know you played shit out siege. Or did for a while and you're all, on dude all-time favorite shit all-time favorite like gonna, retro new blow, old that's blow you away all right so metal gear solid <clears throat> three snake Eater. oh yeah absolutely one of my favorite games of all time nice i i have a hundred percent of that game more times than i can fucking count really yeah even down to the even down to like the little extra creepy shit where you try to shoot the guy out of the wheel wheelchair like right. super soon so you don't have to fight him because fuck me is that an annoying boss fight um <clears throat> um let's see i always think about like i know the retro things later but like i always think in in the, in the context of retro games like i always think about nightmare creatures on the ps1 uh i never under i played it on one of those demo discs uh and if yeah. you're if you have yes. no idea what that is that came with like oh, pc magazine yeah, yes sir and if you don't know what that is you're missing the fuck out um i used to play nightmare creatures on the ps1 on a demo disc that had like gran turismo and like a and spyro i think or something and I did not know what the fuck I was playing, but it just, it scared me to death all the time. I could just try it a little, I tried to be a little braver every time I played it. <laughs> it was so hard and so scary. Um, fuck, man. Um, I'm a huge fucking fan of like Guitar Hero. When I found out they had the thing called Clone, Clone Hero on the PC. Oh my God, I was so happy. Ooh, um, I that. Clone Hero is sick, dude. You can download any fucking song that you can think of and play it. And uh, it's super easy to download, get everything together. You just got to get a guitar and like a, a um, like an adapter and shit. I can get all that information and shit for you. Like it's, right. it's so cool. And then, yeah, probably probably skate, dude. Like probably like the skate series. Probably I, I could say Black Ops Three was probably one of my most favorite games like of all time, just because I played so much of it, and it was one of those things where. I think COD, I like I I full whole, wholeheartedly believe COD sells based on the fact of, of FOMO, the mm -hmm. fear of missing out with like your homies and shit. Mm. And then the the nostalgia part of COD sells based <laughs> on the fact of when you had like a large group of your friends that you used to play yep. a particular COD with. Yeah. That is the thing that sells it to people. That's why people were like, this is the best COD because XYZ. But really, you mean it's the best because I played it with like 16 of my favorite friends that yeah. I don't see anymore or whatever. You get two friends that get it, then two more friends get it to play with those two friends, mm -hmm. and it's a fucking mm -hmm. snowball, mm -hmm. and then everybody's and playing then you God. Got, and Then you got private lobbies, and you're playing Michael Myers and fucking intervention sniping only shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's fucking great. But like, uh, yeah, I, I think like, because like, 
so like i i love single player games so so much like that the dying light 2 coming out i'm so fucking excited about well, that's gonna I'm be just, amazing i cannot wait dude amazing. i am a fucking i'm a whore for a great story game dude mm-hmm. but like i have a i have sunset overdrive in my steam library because i bought it and i've never played it but that's i so keep looking at, i i know i remember looking at it all the time in like a magazine and i'm like god damn it i want to play this game it looks so fucking cool I think it was an Xbox exclusive or something like that. It so was for a it. long time, yeah. That's yeah. why, yeah, because I was like, man, that's so cool, but it's on fucking Xbox, on, and I can't play it. Is it on Game Pass right now? Mm-hmm. It may be, okay. Sunset yeah. Overdrive is? That's so cool. Fuck yeah. yeah. Um, but like, Game Pass for PC. I, I, I love single-player games. Like, The Last of Us was so great. I actually didn't end up playing The Last of Us 2 because I wanted to stream it, but, like, everything that was going on with it, I sure shit didn't feel like dealing with. At least in my chat, I just didn't. I just nav. I just navigated that minefield. I was like, right. we'll just do that later. Yeah. Um. The the new dying light's gonna be fucking dope. Mm-hmm. I really was excited about Death Stranding until I figured out it was just FedEx Simulator with really <laughs> crazy cool cutscenes and an incredibly well done told story. Um. I don't fuck with Assassin's Creed. Crucify me, bro. I think it's boring as shit. Light me up. I don't know what to tell you. I'm I fell asleep playing the first one in a beanbag chair. What do you want from me? <laughs> literally in the middle of a cutscene i woke up and i was standing in front of a bitch who i remember talking to but i felt i woke up like an hour later and i was like yeah we're just gonna not play this <laughs> <laughs> this is not doesn't work for me dude it's a, yeah those, those are definitely it. it's, it's like it's like rhythm games like i'm all over the place man it's just whatever catches my attention really yeah hey one of my favorite games and kyle knows this is <clears throat> i first got it when it was out on dos and then I rebought it when it was on Windows 3.1. Then it got released oh, for Windows 95. And then they redid it a couple of years ago. And oh, that was fuck. one of the very first games I fucking streamed on Twitch is Day of the Tentacle. Maniac Mansion Day of the Tentacle. What the fuck is that? It is, it's when LucasArts had their studio oh. and they were cranking out full throttle yes. grim oh, fandango oh yeah grim fandango bro yes, oh my god i love that one too um that's gonna be one of the Holy games i'm gonna stream shit. coming up um but oh, day of the tentacles wow. like that do you remember the maniac mansion game for nintendo i think i know what you're talking about in general right now it's the same so, kind of style oh, it's like the story driven like single scene and- it's funny as hell and extremely story driven like one of the achievements you can get that i figured out if you ring yeah. the if you ring the lobby bell a hundred times, you get an achievement. The little purple, the purple dude. Yeah. Purple tentacle. Yeah. And there's green bro. tentacle. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's based off of the Nintendo game Maniac Mansion. Oh bro. Um, Dr. Fred's this... in there. And like it's just it's like the adult jokes in there are unreal. Dude, this is back in this is back in the day when these guys were cranking out just some funny fucking. Oh games. yeah, and and that's what it was. They have a remastered and, version of this game. Yeah, and that's the game I was playing on stream. And yeah, that's so cool. What's cool is if you hit, I think it's like um, F two or three, you can go back to the eight bit graphics. Oh, that's neat. To play it, or you can go back to the four K graphics. I love it. And that's it's so cool. ama- it's so much fun. Like just, it's so story driven. That's my go to game. Like just for fun. Like I probably I played that, that thing like eight hundred times, but it's just fun as shit. So sick, yeah. They used to make such funny fucking games. Oh, they did, and like, is like that, really that was funny games all around the same time period. My uh, my go to game that I can't go back to for like I think I got another year <laughs> before I can play it again, so I can get this achievement. 
is Stanley Parable. Oh, yeah, you were never, telling me about that. It. It's it's fun. It, it's I've heard a lot about it. I've never played it's it. It's very kind of has like a British humor, British comedy kind of feel to it. The way the joke, I mean, it's very dry, but it's really fun. And it's really funny when you <clears> let yourself just like it. You know, it's one of those things like, man, I don't know if I'm going to like this. Like, I'm going to let myself like this game. Ooh, I really like this that, game. That's getting a lot of fucking like attention right now. Like, the, I think it's like the cardboard something or something shit like that. I'm off on that trend. I know with Stanley Parable, there's an achievement. It's called like Go Outside or something like that. And you can't play the game for four years or five years. I can't remember what it is. You can't start the game. <laughs> and that's like one of the few achievements I have left to get. And so every time I'm like, oh, I want to play this game. Nope, nope I got to wait another. I think I got 10 months left before I can touch it again or eight months. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. You better hope you don't fuck that up. I'm not going to like I tell my kids, like I don't even have it installed right now. So my kid can't like accidentally launch the game or something on her side of the library. Can you imagine awesome. if that's how I got fucked up? Oh, I'd be so pissed. Like I'd be I'd be down a kid, is what would happen. <laughs> I'd be down I would a kid. I would be losing attacks right off right then. So so we talked about your retro games. We talked about Sailor Moon, the mm -hmm. cosplay and how that came about, musical acts. Which is amazing. And mm -hmm. do yourself a favor, go look at our YouTube clip real quick. Our, not the first, like, 20 minutes, because that'll yeah. be blank. Yeah, but it, it comes back. <laughs> It'll come back. It comes back. If you look at my background, there's Sush with... There it is. ...in the Sailor Moon, which it's actually, it's a really good cosplay. It was actually, it was really inexpensive. Those gloves, mm -hmm. uh, I had, I had not like tried to like game in that at all yet. And like, I couldn't even touch my mouse. Really? Couldn't even touch it. It was just sliding out of my hand. I also <laughs> have like, I have, I also have like quote unquote supposed to be knee high socks that weren't not getting over my giant calves. And then they were just like strangling my legs. I had those on. They felt really like I kept wiggling my toes. It felt really nice. I was enjoying that. <laughs> oh, I did enjoy that a lot. Well, I am a, big sailor moon fan so i approve we just had an argument on stream the other day that uh sailor moon could beat goku and it was a it was a shit show oh i mean she did demolish an entire universe she is very very incredibly strong and it's everyone like, was like dude she cannot beat goku i was like you have no fucking clue have they watched the series <laughs> no they probably have like you're talking about the girl who loves this guy named Tuxedo Mask. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, you don't fucking know what you're talking no. about, dude. You have no idea. No, watch the she series. She's so crazy strong. She's so crazy strong. It's insane. So also, she, it's not just her. She's got a whole fucking team of people, bro. Uh huh. You, you're gonna tell me your Vegeta's gonna step up to the plate and do some shit too. He won't you, hit you women think in general. Yamcha's gonna come do shit. No. No. Or Krillin. Well, Krillin no. might. He no. did sleep with eighteen. So. Eighteen by eight. Eighteen could. I think 18 could fuck up Sailor Moon, but I don't think she'd win. No, she wouldn't because Sailor Moon would pull out. Just go watch the goddamn series. If you <laughs> don't know what we're talking about. I also watched the new, like the new movie recently. Oh, the that one that have. just came it's, out on Netflix? That's yeah, the retelling of the... It's dog what is shit. It? It's so bad. Uh, it's the retelling of the final arc, isn't it? Yeah, it's like the clown little circus yeah, fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's not good. It's not, I don't know really what was going on there. I think that was something they needed to get out or something. It just was fucking not good. You heard it from the sushi's mouth. Mm -hmm. It's not, bro. You can give it a shot, man. Maybe you guys might <laughs> like it, but I sure as shit did not enjoy that. But we do know if you look at, if you're watching this video, he does have a no face back there also. Yep. From the one movie of the, that got me into everything. The famous wig is right there as well. 
Nice. Oh, it is. Oh shit. It is there. He's so uh sushi might like anime. A little bit. I approve. A little bit. I'm sure you were looking for my approval this entire two hours we've been talking. <laughs> uh, but you have it more now. You're welcome. <laughs> Listen, man, anybody who can identify fully coolly is automatically up on top of my list of a cool motherfucker. That's for sure. You heard it, Kyle. You heard it. And you're finally cool. 42 fucking years later. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, still, sometimes it takes a minute for that shit to pay off. Yeah. Still sitting on my nuts, but Let's fucking go, sushi said I'm cool. redeem yourself. <laughs> um, I'm going to replay that clip for my kids. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is when daddy was cool. <laughs> Not very often. Um, <laughs> hold on. There you go, Just Kyle. when I think you've said the stupidest thing ever, you keep talking. Um, <laughs> all right, so Sushi. <laughs> Your top five musical acts and why? Oh, um, top five musical if acts. you can't do five, do just three. Let's see. Um, okay, Paramore. I thought it was fucking incredible. Um, I know it wasn't some 41, but who the fuck else was that? Oh, man, I'm never going to remember that. Wait, hold on. I'll figure it out. And that whole, that time frame of... Some, Newfound Glory. Newfound Glory, yep. Ooh, yep. I think so I've Paramore, seen them in September. They're so good. Uh, They're really, really fun. They're really funny. Paramore, Newfound Glory... Uh, yellow card um amazing live uh and then i would have to say oh man who is just who just blew my fucking balls back bro uh i'm trying to think of all these like hardcore bands and shit that we toured with they're so good i'd say 100th man I, I saw so many of their shows i loved every fucking one of them and then uh weezer number one nice we went and saw weezer when they came and this was literally before everything went into lockdown. Like, mm -hmm. I think it was the month before. That was, to date, one of the best shows I have ever seen. Because this was when they did the, um, oh, shit, what was the album with, uh, when they did Africa? Um, yeah. That was that yeah. was when it first came out. And then, yeah, same. You know, they were doing. Probably like, the same tour. Yeah, it, I guarantee it was. When yep. Rivers was riding around in the boat around the yep. stadium. Yep. So it it was just a great show. And then, um, oh, shit, who opened up for him? It was uh, the, Pixies the Pixies opened up on yes. my end. Yeah, it was the same tour. Let's go, dude. It was the same. Like, uh, I love the Pixies, but it was just, it was fucking fun. So you bring, I, uh, bringing that so up. Like I, I got the, this is oh, my, third, nice. my, third, huh. my third tattoo ever. Nice. Uh, I uh, I get this. Uh, people say it's uh, the WWF all the time or the uh, Wonder Woman. Logo, and it makes no. me wanna, or Wonder Woman. I get that one too. Um, but the uh, the show I went to, I uh, I had like lawn seats, mm -hmm. and this dude came up behind me and tapped me on the shoulder. They had like probably four songs in their set list left, and he tapped me on the shoulder. He goes, "Hey man, I think you'd probably enjoy these a lot more than I would." And I was wearing a short sleeve shirt, and he saw my tattoo, and he handed me two tickets for like the third row what nice yeah dude so i got to go up in the third row and i got to watch him do like uh i think they did pork and beans i think they did uh, beverly hills and then they did toto and then they came back and they did like an encore or something else 
That's awesome. Yeah, it was fucking killer. It was so cool. That's awesome. You were talking about Pixies earlier in September. I'm going to be in the same day. It's a three-day festival, but the last day, I'm going to be able to see Newfound Glory, Simple Plan, Pixies, Devo, and the headliner that night is Nine Inch Nails. So nice. That's nice. crazy. That's Dude, Devo is fun. I saw them at a Devo's festival. going to be too. fun. They were a lot of fun. Resner is going to be amazing. So that's going to be a, that's going to be a cool. I'll send you the 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 uh, the bands that are playing. It's Riot Fest. That's so badass. Cool. Holy shit! It, if it doesn't get canceled, yeah, that's I'm that's mar- what Kyle and I've been discussing. Yeah, I, I miss I miss playing festivals, man. Festivals were always fun as fuck. I love festivals. I mean, we have that, that shit was wild. You know, now we have one down here that Kyle used to go to religiously. Oh, that we mean the shirt I'm wearing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Rock, Oklahoma. Yeah, it's first year in twelve or ten or twelve years. I haven't been. And I'm gonna miss. I've been. I've never seen Slipknot, and I'm gonna miss Slipknot. Oh yeah, this this year's lineup looks just gnarly. Oh, dude, all these bands. Like that's the thing, man. All these bands have been fucking locked up and not been able to do shit, and now they're able to. They're playing everything, Mm -hmm. everything they can fucking play. They're like, get me the fuck out of here. I want to play. Doing what they love. Yep, they're gonna be all. They're like your your favorite band is gonna be everywhere, all the fucking time. Mm Well, like, I guarantee it. They played, Green Day played a little venue here just out of the blue. Yep, I forgot about that. Like, that's cool. They put the tickets on sale like two days Ballroom. before and yeah. sold out Famous in Canes. like eight minutes. Uh-huh. That's nuts. Was it Canes? Yeah, it was Canes. Yeah. Famous Canes, Canes Ballroom. Ballroom. That's why so, we have a restaurant uh, called Canes here. <laughs> yeah. Not the chicken so, place. Not the chicken place. <laughs> yeah. We kind of answered that last question already. Yeah um so sushi would you like to play a little game with us fuck yeah i want to play a game with <laughs> all I'm right i'm so glad so, you want to play this with us <laughs> so we haven't crazy. done this in a while and we let our uh discord channel they vote on the winner mm-hmm. so if you guys aren't in our discord come join the egt in discord so you can vote on this to yep. basically see who's gonna bullshit the best on this one link will We're be gonna in the play bio. a little game oh go ahead Kyle. i was just saying the link will be in the bio for the discord so so we're, we're going to play a little game. Now is the time on the show we call Nerdrome. If, you've used, if you're a Mad Max fan, you get the reference. Two nerds enter, one nerd leaves. And then a little bit later, the other nerd leaves, but he's sad because he lost. Also, the other, other nerd will leave since we got three of us tonight instead of doing it with two. So like two nerds are going to have to leave with only one winner determined by the studio audience listening in a couple weeks from now. So what we're going to do is we take a, a random list of characters what, what we're doing is we take the, that that classic nerd argument you have of like who's going to kick whose ass right who you know batman superman and you know wolverine and iron man whatever but we turn it on its head a little bit we put our own little spin on that because the the ass kicking has been done and it's been done a lot to death to wah, death wah. so we don't get a pick who we're going to represent or who we're going to defend here we have randomizer if you guys are watching on youtube you should see on this the screen it's got about 40 random characters from nerd culture pop culture we're each going to get a character then we're going to uh, randomly select a location and randomly select a activity and we have to defend our character's ability to um excel at said activity so you guys just kind of hang hang around. We'll see how it works. The hell out of it. Yep. 
Um, so who do we want to pick first? I say we let the you know guest. We have we haven't done this in a while. Yeah, let's get guest go first. Just give her a spin. <clears throat> All right, you ready, sushi? Yeah, let's do it. <clears throat> we do so we don't have spin? any sound effects. <laughs> It's Leela. Yes, dude. Fuck. Leela from oh Futurama. Oh, my God. All right. So, Sushi gets Leela from Futurama. Kasig, you're up. All right. Give her a spin. Kasig, Kyle, whatever the fuck his name is. Clink, 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 clink. Give me somebody I know. Barbados Slim. We got Barbados Slim. We have two from Futurama. Okay. Kyle is very, very good at Futurama, by the way. I'm just good oh. at bullshitting. Hey, buddy, I spent a long time doing that one, too. <laughs> oh, I love Futurama. Can we go for three? Can we get three? I'm going to get, like, fucking Bobby Hill. Oh, so we, we got three! Go! <laughs> it's a miracle! That's I got, so crazy! I got Doc, and this is totally random, too. How many? That's awesome. Oh. So we got Zoyberg, Barbados, Slim, and Leela. Finally, Zoyberg, Zoyberg is the popular one. Zoid, I'm glad you got Zoidberg. Because you oh, love you some Zoidberg. I do love me some Zoidberg. Wait, hold on. Um, <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Now we're going to pick the location. location. If we get Planet Express ship, I'm just going to throw in the towel for the night. It won't. It, there's no way. There's no way it'll happen. Open field. In open okay. Field. Do we want to do open field or hide that? You know what? Spinner again. Spinner run again. Back, yeah. yeah, run it back through. Run, this I'm is not our seeing game. a good fight in an open field between well, it may these not three. be a fight. It may not. <clears throat> Give us something good. Okay, we're field. hiding. Hold on, we're hiding bitch. this shit. I think our wheels broke. <laughs> get open field twice. Planet Express ship is on. There's like two Futurama things on there. Quickie Mart. Quickie Mart. Okay, okay. Which, to be fair... Draining Same special. universe. Yeah. It is. This counts. Yes, this works. This works. They did do a crossover. All right. Well, the they also crossed over with Adventure Time, but, you know. And they also crossed over with uh, Family Guy, too. Oh, yeah. That was interesting. And it's Rick and Morty. So what do we got did here? Did you do this, Rick and Morty one? Uh, it was the couch gag. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. The activity. Let's see what we're going to be defending here. Give us something good. Give us something good, Wheel. Streaming. <laughs> oh, damn it. Did you read no, that? Is it bad no. that I'm already figuring it out for the other guy, not for myself so much? Yeah, I'm trying to think what Zoidberg's employee is going to be. I don't. Dude, I feel, like, I feel like I can make a way better case for him than I could for Leland streaming a game. <clears throat> no, I got it's Okay, 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 okay. But we're streaming a game, right? I can't fucking tweak this shit. Can we do it just streaming in general? Because oh, can we? Yeah, let's just well, let's tweak it. What oh, do you want to do? I'm just about streaming? To wax your shit. Are you, gonna hot, you can't hot tub Leela. You can suck my dick. Yes, I can. <laughs> I was gonna hot you're tub Barbados. You're fucking wrong. All right, so Sushi got Leela from Futurama, our mm -hmm. one-eyed resident mutant. Case okay, uh, Kyle got um, Barbados Slim, mm -hmm. the sometimes love interest. Of Hermes' wife. Mm -hmm. uh, what's her name? Um, crap. I can't, I can't think. Remember her I can't name. think of her name now. I keep wanting to say Lafonda, but that's Napoleon Dynamite. Um, <laughs> what is her name? God dang it! I gotta look it up now because I'm not gonna. 
Hermes Conrad's wife. You you know we're gonna all La Barbara. La Barbara, that's right. Yep. You're close. And Chris got Dr. Zoidberg. And they will be <clears throat> in what did we say? Quickie Mart. Quickie, Quickie Mart. Mart doing yep. Doing a stream. A stream. Doing a live stream. Any stream. All right, kick it mm. off, Chris. <laughs> oh, I get to kick it off? I'm trying to look up this. I'm trying to remember what it's called when Dr. Zoidberg's in heat. Not when he's molting. When he's molting? <clears throat> no, remember when he, on the episode where he went to the planet and got hyper aggressive because he was trying to share his jelly? Yeah, he's trying to. He was trying to mate, and nobody would mate with him. Yeah, and it was called something. Oh fuck! Uh, well, he had his mating call that he did. Oh <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, maybe I shouldn't Google Zoidberg mating. Hold on. Yeah, probably not. You're gonna get a couple of Rule Thirty Fours in there. There's some really weird pop-ups <clears throat> happening now. Hold on. Listen, I think I think it, I think in the in the in the sense of this though, I don't know if that's gonna be against TOS or not. Hmm. Is it? It might be. Are you gonna go with that? Yeah, these mating ritual. It might be. He did the awkward dance. But it doesn't say what the No, it didn't. It was called something. It was called something, yeah. You guys in if you know in the Discords, let us know. <clears throat> Chove. Chove. Okay. So if I'm gonna <laughs> kick it off, of course I'm the last one, least time to think about it, asshole. <laughs> so finally zoidberg is the popular streamer zoidberg would first thing he'll do is he's going to be um going through the quickie mart's garbage can because you know he needs something to eat because he's starting to get in heat he's starting to go in season where he has to share his jelly and he knows that the most current way to do this is through streaming Zoidberg can't fucking afford a camera, even like a little dinky $10 one from Alibaba. No, or whatever uh, from moms, I guess it would be. So what Zoidberg would have to do is use the Quickie Mart's closed camera circuit TV. <laughs> he knows it's free. He convinced Bender to help him. Bender and Fry, you know, Fry is a good guy. He would help him out. So what Zoidberg scuttles in he starts coming in and his little fin appears. He's going to take off that shirt and just start shaking it for the camera in hopes in attracting a female. Now, what he knows, he knows sex. Zoidberg oozes sex with that jelly. Does he? He does. Shut does the fuck he? up. This is my time okay, to shine. Right. This is Zoidberg's time to shine. Ooh. So Zoidberg's going to be shaking that jelly, trying to att attract a female. That's why he knows if he doesn't attract a female, he's going to be alone the rest of his life. And we know from seven seasons of Futurama, that's lonely. And he doesn't want to be there anymore. So he's going to be standing up there making this noise. <laughs> that's why I think Zoidberg will win this streaming battle because he knows it's not a need or it's not a want. It's a need. And everyone knows, according to MCP pants, that a want is different than a need. MCP pants, fuck yeah. I want candy. It's not, <laughs> I need candy. <laughs> I want Zoidberg. 
that will be his the name of his stream. Kyle. I'm gonna, okay, hold on here. We get We're giving Sushi okay. the most time to think about this. Or he's so, against. We have Barbados Slim. Oily, greased up, just amazing body. Now you think that he would want to do a hot tub stream. You would think <laughs> that's where Barbados would go with this, but no. No. He limbos his way into the quickie mart and full shirtless because he, he can do that because he's Barbados slim. And he's he finds in the jerky aisle um jerked jerky, right? Because it's jerky, he's Caribbean. It works. Follow me. Under the same cameras, he's juggling these, and he is so successful at this, not because there's a camera focusing on the jerky, not because Apu's in the back cheering him on like Apu would. He's actually trying to rush him out. This does not phase Barbados at all. Because Apu's yelling at him, you know, buy the jerky or get out. And he's not, you know, he wants to keep juggling the jerky. He's going to win this because he has a close-up, not just on his face. He's got a multi-camera angle. His face, his pecs, and his 12-pack abs just glistening under the fluorescent lights of the Quickie Mart. They're making him glow, and he just loads up on biddies and tips and subs. He makes partner on his first stream. <laughs> From everybody tuning in to see this. Doesn't even launch a game. Doesn't have to launch a game. It's just off the glow <laughs> of his Adonis body. Out. That's what you're going with? Well, I was going to go with hot tub stream, but I didn't want to steal your thunder because. Oh, you could have stole my thunder. I already I figured it out. I could have oh, done you it. Absolutely could have. I already figured it but out. I'm a great in host. this corner I'm of sushi. <laughs> I'm pulling all three universes together here. So, Ooh. Uh, you know, Leela, she's coming in from a workout stream she just did. She's got her IRL <laughs> backpack on. She's walking her way down. You know, she makes her way into the Quickie Mart. What does she see? A fucking, uh, you know, Dr. Zoidberg just fucking shaking his naked titties. So she's got to turn the camera away, which then chat's like freaking out about. Like, what the hell was that? She's like, I, I can't explain that to you, but I definitely can't show that on camera. Then as she's trying to get some, you know, she's trying to grab some snacks after a workout stream. They're talking to chat. She runs into Barbados. Barbados starts hitting on her. Nobody knows who this Barbados guy is. They don't know who he is, but he's hitting on her. Now chat's freaking out. That ends up on live stream fails. She has no idea. That's already, that's already blowing up all over social media. Some creepy dude hitting on Lilo while she's trying to do a, or, you know, IRL stream on the way home. Then she's talking to Apu. She's trying to check out. She's trying to get out of there. He's making fun of her because she's got one eye, which turns into a whole thing. She's like, how fucking dare you? She karate kicks him in the face. Then she gets a three-day ban, which goes crazy <laughs> all over the internet. Dextros picks it up. That she got banned for defending herself because this guy was making fun of her disfigurement, if they would call it. And then she comes back in three days later. She's already got stuff all over live stream fails. Everybody knows who she is. She definitely is getting partnered, and then she's getting invited to the Austin show. She's got all these podcasts now. That's a, yeah. that's a solid case. Was she streaming from her iPhone? Is that what you said? Did I catch that? Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. Get the iPhone. The iPhone. So, we should have known better than to go up on a streaming <laughs> with the streamer. 
the part that i mean i, I hit that and having leela and hitting that at the same you could have put me anywhere and i would have won that one <laughs> i could have went I with was, a hot I was, tub i was trying to be you gracious could've, you could have it might it might have helped you out a little bit i should have went with a hot tub i was definitely gonna take uh, if you did it i was i was gonna i was gonna curve the story a little bit yeah, so well. the lord of darkness will take us out on this one bring me the no hold on i didn't hit the goddamn <laughs> you didn't hit the no bring me the last unicorn and vote who wins and we will show you such pleasures <laughs> i'm glad you not got really that well the other two might we know i won't uh, really <laughs> weeks so, to get that dialed in right who won we'll put it up in the discord there'll be put up the discord do a vote a little straw poll put up uh, when this comes out so you guys vote on that um Vote this early, vote often, vote for me. Out on the 23rd. Mm -hmm. Fuck yeah. So with that, um, Sushi, thank you so much for being here. We had a, had a blast. I had a blast. I don't know about Kyle. I had Dude, fun. It was so much fun. I had, I had a, a blast. This is like our, our normal episodes run. We really appreciate you giving up your time. We know you're busy with streaming and everything else you got in real life. Nah, man, it was a blast. Dude. This is so much fun. Thank you for doing this. Um, you know, it's, if you'd ever like to do this again, open invitation to come back to the show. Absolutely, man. Hit me up. I'm always down. So, um, with that, this has been every man's guide to nerddom. I'm Chris. I'm Kyle, and again, thank you, uh, Sushi, for, for hopping in with us, and we'd really appreciate it. And you guys out there listening, wherever you are, you know, have a, have a good evening, good night, good morning, wherever it is, and be good to each other. See ya. See ya. Nerd Coke, rise up. It could get elevated. Nerd Coke, rise up. It could get elevated. Nerd Coke used to be just a made up word. MCs shied away from.